Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. Alright, let's edit. I mean, let's start. <laughs> Alright. Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. This is episode number 58. New friends, old friends. So how's your week been? It's good, man. Um, I was going to say, is it weird that I raise my hand every time like I'm waving to somebody when I say, hey, guys? Yes, it is. <laughs> it is? Okay. But I, f- I feel more natural doing it, so. Sure, sure. I sometimes, I sometimes talk with my hands, too, you know, even though you can't see me. Nice. Am I here to win? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Here we uh, go. Yeah. It's a lot later than we normally start, so we're already, I don't know. Is it? Is it past it's, my bedtime? It's almost. Uh, yeah. it's Quarter it's almost, to nine. Holy yeah, it's crap. almost nine, yeah. All right, so let's let's get the show on the road. Yeah, dude. How's your week been? My week has been fantastic. Yeah, it was busy. It was a busy week, man. It was busy, and I got a lot of flying in this week. So, I mean, that just was like, you know, the cream on the cake. That was just, uh, it was great. So The cream on the cake? What <laughs> the icing called? on the cake? The icing on the cake. That's <laughs> well, you it. had Monday off, you lucky bastard. Yeah. So, yeah, let me go through it here. So Did you see the hashtag that I started? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what was it? It's like, I'm at work or something. Hashtag, I'm still at work and you suck. <laughs> yeah, you suck. Yep. <laughs> Yep, yeah. Um <laughs> somebody liked that one. Yeah. Yeah, I think someone was some folks were a couple of people were like saying like yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um all right. So yeah, I finished the Black Thunder 700 build or the rebuild, I should say. I finished the rebuild video which I'm actually going to be posting to YouTube tonight, Tuesday night for all the listeners, so it should have been it should be out um for 3 days now when this episode gets released. And I'll post it on the uh, free for RC YouTube channel too. So that's one thing I want to mention. Yeah, I was gonna say that free yep. for RC. Uh, we ha- you know since we use Gmail, we also get a YouTube account. So yeah, we're gonna start posting more video and content up there. Um, I think what do we have up there? Just my synergy videos currently. I think just yeah, a couple of your videos. Yep. Yeah. So and, but- and we don't have any. Uh, well, it's not friends, is it? On subscribers subscribers yeah yeah so subscribe subscribe to our youtube channel yeah we'll have to put it in uh in on the facebook page Mm -hmm. definitely so let's see here we flew on sunday i mean first of all you can ask for a better like weather day the weather was awesome i mean we're talking about mid-january in the northeast which you know sometimes we have some mild winters but I mean, it felt like 50 degrees. I know it wasn't, but it sure did feel like it. Yeah. You know, it was it was barely any wind, and if anything, maybe like a two-mile-per-hour gust here and there, and then it was still. So, great, you know, flying weather. Yeah. Uh, we met up with Rob, his son, Devin, Bill, a.k.a. Desk Pilot, and also Mike, who's uh, a member of that club. It was great. It was just, it's just fun, you know. You get a bunch of guys together who love the hobby, and we're just like, I don't know, like all the banter and and the flying and the jokes and like you know the barbecue. Yeah, 
at one point i was just like laughing hysterical <laughs> and it was like yeah i mean number of times that we were we were joking around and having such a good time yeah yeah it's just oh man such a great group of guys so um yeah had a great time i think i got about 12 or 13 flights that day really um yeah nice i, I was busting out those oxy flights like early like soon yeah, as yeah. everyone's yep. still setting up i'm like okay i'm gonna do an oxy flight new pack go back out you know kind of get get back into the motion of things um I made in the Black Thunder 700, so that went good. Um, one thing I noticed is the same thing that I, you know, same, not, I don't want to call it really an issue, but the same thing that I kept on seeing on the uh, Goblin 700 comp that I had, and I put all the electronics into the Black Thunder, and the same thing happens where I'm doing that, that funnel, and the tail just wants to like slip out like 15 degrees. Yep. You know, sometimes if I go heavy, um, sometimes if I go fast, it'll go even up to like 45 degrees. Well, didn't you compensate for that by adding a, a higher tooth pinion to the to the tail rotor? Or, no, you know? no. Well, that was when I was doing those, uh, the backwards flying into a heavy collective loop. That where the tail oh, would, right, right. would yep. completely go 90 degrees. Um, this is more subtle, but the problem with this is that the, the helicopter's traveling in... And you know, in a circle, right? So when it gets to a certain point, it, if it does that, it's hard for me to correct because I'm actually looking side in on the heli, and it's also um, at a very high, I don't know, is it attitude? You know, it's pitched up like the the nose and tail, like not perfectly straight up and down, but like maybe on a on a little slant. Right. So it gets a little harder to like correct, and you know, I mean, I'm still pretty new, so it, it kind of still makes me nervous. But yeah. It's cool. I I learned a new move, and it's not really a new move. It's more of a combination of three moves that I do now, and I have to refine it. But I, it's I don't know. Like it makes me feel so good to do this move because it looks so cool, in my opinion. And I'll name the moves. I do a, a half piero into an inverted hurricane. And I do basically one rotation on an inverted hurricane, and, and then I push out and do an upright uh, funnel. So I'm on, I'm actually doing an inverted hurricane into a figure eight to an upright funnel, and the the motion what you actually see in the sky, I'm just like it's I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, know, dude, I, I know you were linking stuff together uh-huh. a, a lot more smoothly. I was like, wow, man, you're just flowing stuff together, and yeah. I'm still trying to fly inverted. I'm still trying to <laughs> fly inverted too. That's you, a funny thing. No, but thing. you were killing it, man. You were like just yeah. yeah. I don't know if I saw that particular move though. Like I don't remember the hurricane into the funnel. Um, maybe I did see it, but I know that just you were impressing the hell out of me. Just throwing it up there and and just like linking stuff together was crazy, man. Yeah, I don't know. It's it, it came natural to me when I when basically I did it by mistake once, and then I was like, wait a minute, that looked cool. And I just ran with it and tr- just tried to do it again and again. So yeah. it's, it's still a work in progress, and I'll talk about it. But um, I flew on Monday, and I flew pretty much by myself at the field. There's no one there. There's there's one guy from the club that flies just quads. He was flying a little bit. I think he flew three packs and then crashed and like broke a whole bunch of stuff. So oh, he geez. packed up and left. Um, and there's another guy that I didn't recognize him. I've never seen him before, but he flew a plane, and his motor came off or something or something happened with motor so he packed it up and left too 
So it's funny because usually the helicopter guys are the one crashing and leaving, but no. Nope. up and leaving. Yeah. <laughs> yep. No, nope. I stayed there to the end. Um, flew 12 packs and I recorded some of those flights, especially the Goblin Black Thunder and the Synergy 766. I recorded um, a flight on each. So uh, I have that footage. I actually finished compiling that video together. It's just a bunch of kind of like edits and stuff. But they're still chronological. I just kind of took some of the dead space out because the camera was fixed. It was just sitting there on the table. So when a helicopter kind of get out of gets out of frame for too long, I'll I'll put an edit point there. Um, but yeah, it's uh, you'll see. I, I do that move, and I do the, I and I, I sent you a you Chris and and Anthony a short clip of that move that I was talking about, the combo move. Oh, okay. But like not even that. There's, <laughs> oh man, I know I'm getting into it too much, but. There's this one, like, I don't know what I did, but when I went into, like, um, that scene, I'll say, I do this weird thing, too, which looks pretty cool, because I just come out of the, the right side of the frame, and it's just, like, I'm almost kind of doing a rainbow, but, like, horizontally crossed. You'll see. You'll see what I'm talking about. And so are our listeners uh, when I post up that video. I'll, I'll put a minute mark so people will know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. Let's see. Besides that... We did some simming. Oh, boy. Yeah. That was freaking hilarious. Well, you got some video from that, too, right? Yes, I do. Nice. I do have some video of that. Um, it was it was just, oh, my God. It was such good times. I mean, at one point, I was laughing so loud. Shark. <laughs> first of all, I'm just going to say shark. <laughs> I was laughing so loud. Maria was like sleeping next to me on the couch and she like woke up. She was like, whoa, whoa, whoa what's going on? <laughs> oh my God. I'm like, oh, sorry, babe. <laughs> but um, nice. yeah, so who did we get together with? We had, we had Chris Diamante. We had Ethan, right? I forgot Ethan's last name. Yeah, Ethan was on there. Yeah. Ethan, Phil Good, Good, Goodman, right? Goodman. Phil, yep. We had it was Bill. Good, to, good to hear his voice, man. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely good to. I was shocked at how much Chris sounded like Devin after spending all the whole day with Devin. Chris kind of sounded to me like him. I don't know, maybe it was my headphones, but yeah. you know the way the way he was, his voice was. I was, I was like, is that Devin at first? Like the way his voice sounded, or like his yeah. speech and mannerism. It's just the way his voice sounded hmm. to me. It sounded like Devin. Yeah. Who else was on there? Oh, well, uh... Bill was on there. Bill, yep. That's why pilot. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> He's a oh, pisser, man. Yeah, and then you and I. Was there anyone else? Oh, Frank. Frank. Uh, Frank yeah. was on there for Frank. a little bit. How do you say his name? Moradiellos. 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 Frank Moradiellos was there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it was great. It was, it was so much fun. Um, I know for our listeners, um, yeah, it was very short notice. I think I posted it on our uh facebook page like an hour before we actually jumped on and started saving so um we'll try to plan it out a little more in advance like maybe a day so people maybe can actually a day <laughs> yeah well you know days probably is i don't know maybe maybe longer than a day okay fine fine we're longer than a day but you check your phone at least once a day for content <laughs> so you you would know if we posted that right so dude i'm looking for the text i can't find it um, no, we we did it like two hours. No, th- four hours, three hours. No, there was wasn't there a text? You mean I think it was Chris 
Yeah. And he sent it out. Hey, I'm going to get on. It was like 8 o'clock at night. Hey, I'm going to get on. I'm going I'm to do some simming. And then nothing. And then all of a sudden, like almost midnight, you were like, yeah, I'm going to be on in like five minutes. <laughs> that was uh, the end of the night. Yeah. <laughs> I think this was, uh, what, what night was it? I think that was Saturday night, Friday or Saturday night. Yeah, I was out having dinner. And, you know, I got the Facebook message from Chris. And he's like, yeah, you know, try to do so. And then, like, I think I, like, no, it was like, okay, I'll, I'll I instantly said, oh, you know, I'll try to get on later tonight or whatever. And then and then when the time I got home and, like, got settled in, it was, like, 1130. And I was like, uh, I don't know if he's on, but I'll just message the, the, you know, the group message, say, hey, I'm jumping on for a little bit. I saw that the next day. I was cracking up. That was funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. But Nick, you you wrote Nick Cannon. Was he also simming with us? No, he, he no. It's a, it's a thing from uh, Dave Chappelle where he's uh, Dave Chappelle's son's like, but daddy, Nick Cannon's hilarious oh. <laughs> <laughs> because simming last night was hilarious <laughs> uh-huh. or whatever night it was. <laughs> nice. All right, so your week. Yeah, what a week it was, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, I finished getting the six ninety ready. I had to solder up a couple batteries into one stick pack and. Man, I had screwed that up a bunch of times, so I had to redo it. And then I, I, I redid the. Uh, I finally broke the ESC out of the box for the five seventy, the Hobby Wing, the Hobby Wing one twenty, and I pulled the old ESC off and kind of like stripped the whole front of the electronics off the five seventy. And I really, you know, I, I don't know. It's just preference how guys set things up, but I really didn't like the fact that the um, the leads for the battery were so long because with this new zeal canopy it's tight to the body you know so i wanted to try and neaten things up as as much as possible and i swear i took two hours to um get the wires in the place i wanted them to get the esc in the spot it it needed to be and then to get the ui sensor like looped around i didn't really want to cut the leads of the the battery leads to the esc off and shorten those up and i wasn't sure how i was going to do it with the ui sensor Mm -hmm. so i took the I took everything off the UI sensor and I kind of soldered that those leads right onto it. And then I had a short little lead from the UI sensor to the battery itself. So that worked out really well. It just took a while. Mm-hmm. And I, I tell you, dude, that soldering station that I have. Um, I'm jealous. Really good one, man. It's a, a Hakko digital FX A88D uh, soldering station. And I really love it, man, because I can vary the temperature uh digitally mm-hmm. you know i can go from it's stock you know you, you fire it up and it it's 750 i had it up at 850 fahrenheit which worked out great because i'm soldering these 10 gauge wires oh and yeah one section of the ui sensor where it's the same two sets of wires on like one pad so mm-hmm. uh, it worked out good because i was able to solder the one and then only heat up the one side that i had to real quick put put the other one in and you know, it it helped. It worked. It worked out pretty good. I mean, I'm yet to fly it, but it worked <laughs> out good. But that soldering thing I got on on Amazon, it was like ninety nine dollars. I mean, so it was a worthy investment, man. So, so that wasn't a cold solder. No. no. <laughs> well, I don't think so. And like I said, we'll find out. No, 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 no I just want to see your chops because that's what Anthony asked when you posted the picture. I know. It looks I like send, a cold solder. <laughs> every time I send him a picture or something, he's got to make a comment. It's he's funny <laughs> as hell. The one comment he had when I when I said, "Oh, I finished my uh, the D6 RC Pro Plus connectors." When I finished those for the first time, I was like, 
hey, I just soldered these up, and I sent you guys a picture, and Anthony was like, oh, that's backwards. <laughs> and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, it's not backwards. No, what the hell not. is he talking about? Right. I'm like, no, it's not. And he's like, uh, just busting your shelves. Yeah. Oh, he sent me a nasty uh, message, though. Uh-huh. Yeah, he sent me a message that said, "I'm gonna kill you, man." Because every time I meet people that listen to the podcast, they're busting my chops. <laughs> I don't know over what though. I don't know, but if you listen to the show, bust Anthony's chops. No, if <laughs> no. you listen to the show, stop busting Anthony's chops. Wink, 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 wink. <laughs> Air quotes. <laughs> no, Anthony's a good guy. Yeah, he is. He just <laughs> he just doesn't like to. Uh, be low balled <laughs> <laughs> yeah you didn't kill me for saying that uh, crap. Uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right so I, I didn't get my i didn't get a chance to fly the 570 uh because i forgot to hook up the extension from the new esc mm-hmm. i guess the rpm sensor to the v bar yep it's the external rpm output yeah mm-hmm. i'm still learning yeah so so forgive me. So that kind of sat, and I didn't get a chance to fly that. You should have just flown it. You should have just set it for um, the internal gov and just flow it. Yeah. But. I got my cheap-ass 10-amp RC car speed controllers from China, and I had the 3D-printed tank running around. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was in my gar- Well, I had it in my garage first, uh-huh. and then I took it out to the field. I said, ah, let me bring it out you know, while we're flying there, because somebody had asked on, on, on either flight test or our web our uh, facebook page mm-hmm. if that you know how that thing handled in the snow and one guy was asking me a bunch of questions on you know dimensions and all that stuff and i still gotta get you guys gotta forgive me i gotta get off my ass and and get links together from where i got that and i gotta create a, an account on thingiverse and and post my you know tank treads and my like changes to that I your, don't know. your free tra- <laughs> my free tank treads yeah yeah and I don't know. I don't know how Thingiverse works. If I post that up there, like somebody else's work that I've downloaded, and I basically copied it. I mean, I took his file in, but I basically built it myself in a three D environment. Uh, it's just a little, little wider, so I could fit the motors in better. Did you download it from Thingiverse? Yeah, you can say that it's like um, a modification of his plans. There's a way oh, okay. to do it so that way it still links to his original plans. On like the side, on the bottom right, like, like you'll have like you know people who've made it who could post pictures of it, and also like um, this is a version from this, and you'll have the original person's uh, um, information there too, so you can give uh, credit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think I did see that a mod thing there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I had it out in the snow, man, and it was handling the snow pretty good until the snow packed in behind the wheels. I mean, it's only cheap you know plastic and stuff but yeah i was shocked at how good it did i think i have some videos on our uh free fall rc or uh facebook page oh okay nice yeah it came out really good yeah um yeah it's pretty crazy <laughs> if i put fpv on that it'll be insane yeah yeah it's it like, pretty funny how you lost the track though <laughs> yeah it's like snow got packed in and just kind of came off the guide what else so yeah we flew on sunday with steve and rob Devin, bill and mike I flew the um, Oxy Sport mm-hmm. and the Scale Heli, and I flew the new Pulse Packs in the Scale Heli, and they were amazing. Nice. Well, the one I flew the one because the one I screwed up. Oh but yeah, the, <laughs> but the one one Pulse Pack I I flew, I was getting almost twice the amount of time out of it. If yeah. I, you know, if I went back out there, mm-hmm. the battery was it was definitely worth getting a new 
you know, it was just a regular 3S 2200. This is a 2250. But uh, the old ones were like six years old. The little. The Gen um, Ace. Gen, Gen Ace ones. Yeah. yeah. I had. So they worked out great. Um, I flew the Goblin 380. I'm still having some issues with that. We were messing around with that a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And what else did you do with the 380? <laughs> what, else, what did I do with the 380? You put a battery that was already used in it. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Uh, and I, you know, the one time this this is that classic story. Uh-huh. The one time you don't check your battery with a battery checker, you put in the wrong battery and you go out there and fly it. <laughs> yeah, and it was basically dying as I was coming into land. Yeah, you're like flying a little, 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 and you're like, oh yeah, it still needs to be adjusted. And we're like, yeah, you should just reset the programming, redo it. And you're like, okay, yeah. And then I'm, <laughs> you start coming in for a landing. I just hear it as we go. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> he just made you it. And I was it. Like, wow. You, your your ear picks up on it immediately when that RPM starts to drop. You know the slightest little bit. Yeah. So man, yeah, I was like, oh crap, did I do that? That <laughs> I've never done that. That's the first time I've ever done that. <laughs> and it was the one time I didn't test it. You you know, which is, which is why, and which the, is why I've never done it before. <laughs> the funny thing is, too, is I noticed that your batteries. I don't know if it's all of them. I think so, but a lot of them have those little like red and green tabs, so you can, you know, when yeah. you charge them up, you can put it to green, so you know it's charged. Yeah, well, I have a few that the the actual slider part broke off. Oh, uh, okay. So it's not there anymore. Yeah. Uh, I thought you had. It. I was like, you should use them <laughs> if they're there. I yeah, no, I do use them. Okay. <laughs> and I usually tuck in the balance lead, mm-hmm. you know, when it's when it's done charging, so I know that and. Okay, right. Another way of indicating. I, mm-hmm. I mean, bottom line, I should have checked it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That could be said for the next story I'm about to tell, which is uh, I made in the Logo 690 and crashed the Logo 690. Oh, um, man. But you but crashed it, wasn't, it like a pro. <laughs> yeah, I was. And saying that, though, meaning. Yeah, like you didn't total it or re-kit it. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, you. So, I mean, explain it. Uh, We've had a lot of comments online. I mean, you were Facebook doing a Facebook Live, mm-hmm. uh, so it went out live, and, and uh, I took off, um, put it up there, flipped it, you know, flew back and forth a little bit. Really liked it. I mean, really liked it. Yeah. I can't wait to fly it again. And um, I was coming left to right, and I could I, I thought I heard something sound strange on it, and then turned it back around, started flying right to left got got about to the point where i was gonna turn around and come back left to right and you could hear the tail you could hear the rpms in the tail something you could hear just let go Mm -hmm. and um as i'm coming now left to right again it just you could you could the tail stops i've somebody said oh yeah you lost your tail and it just started coming around yeah and i knew it right away yeah started pirouetting and i don't know how high up i was maybe maybe like 40, good 50, 50. Yeah. yeah and just i knew i had to keep i kept saying it over and over again i i, I knew i had to keep the disc level because that's the only way you're going to come down without doing damage and i really didn't even touch the uh the cyclic or anything like that i just worked the collective hit throttle hold mm-hmm. and figure it's going to land wherever i think i did give it i gave it some negative as it was coming in just slightly yeah. just to um you know try and build up a little head speed 
and then you can hear it in the video it's it's amazing like you can hear the all the momentum like come out of those blades yeah and then it just kind of like plopped down and flipped over had a little bit left mm-hmm. i kind of i looked at the blades you know we were talking about as the video you know kept rolling we walked out there and looked yeah. at it and uh it didn't look like i had done any damage to the blades but yeah. we found out later I, I i i did crack in the middle of one of the blades yeah it looked like only like the top layer of that blade because I think I kind of, I didn't flex hard, but I kind of gave it a little flex, and I didn't feel it with the dreaded, like, you know, you flex it and you see the blade split open, but, yeah. but yeah, you know, looking at those pictures, that they it's definitely cracked up top. I wouldn't use them. No, I wouldn't use them either. I mean, I flexed it pretty hard downstairs uh-huh. uh, in the garage. You know, I took the, the one that was good, and I kind of flexed out a bit, and I took the bad one and flexed out a bit, and I couldn't tell the difference, but I still wouldn't use it, man. Yeah. I, I don't know. You don't want, I don't want to go. I don't want to spend what I have to spend to get it back together and then, mm-hmm. you know, have it happen again because of the blade. Right. The weight's off or it gives it gives out, you know, and, and that's another crash. So so as I tore that thing down yeah. that night. Um, What's the damage report? I had found that in the the frame itself, It's I really like the way Logo uh, has their low, low parts count and the frame is like, composite plastic all one piece mm-hmm. you know two sides there's two rollers on each side that the main belt drives around mm-hmm. you know the main gear and then goes back to the tail on and one of those rollers either seized up or something because it had chewed all the plastic away that was holding the roller pin in and the pin was just gone the roller was like cocked down a lot of guys were saying you know it might be the cold because you know the the i think chris had even said that but it really wasn't that cold out no, uh, I think that roller, you know, jumping down had something to do with it. It either loosened up or just went off the track there, you know. Yeah, I think there was some wear there, and which caused maybe some vibration for the pin to pop out. Once the pin was gone, then that roller was flopping around, and yeah, you know, and then and basically yeah, so was the belt. Yeah, so basically to me, what it looked like is once that pin left and the roller kind of, you know, got knocked up. It um it basically took the belt off the tail uh belt drive. Yeah. Staffed the belt, got it that was pretty tangled in there too, right? Yeah, and just wrapped right in between the gears, yeah. Yeah, the, the main, main gear, gears. the pinion, yeah. So But it's really ingenious, dude. I took out, you know, the bolts I had to take out, uh-huh. downloaded the manual, uh separated the two halves of the frame and the motor main shaft and everything hooked up to the main shaft pops out in one piece. Amazing. I just took that out and put it on one side, you know. Mm-hmm. I took the servos out, the ECU, all that stuff. Okay. Because um, I wanted to reroute a couple of the wires. I, didn't, I wasn't thrilled the way the, it was routed around and stuff. So, mm-hmm. But no big deal. I mean, that's my preference, you know. Yep. So the damage came down to a frame side, the belt, which, you know, the belt, I think, was the most expensive piece. I probably could have reused the tail fin, like you said, but I might as well. I just, I just ordered one. Uh, I had the tail uh pitch slider mm-hmm. break and i believe that well a set of blades but you had a you had a set of blades you're gonna let me borrow i think right yeah you can borrow them or for, you can buy them off me or i'll buy them off of you. Yeah. yeah i mean i'll give it to you i'll the sab black lines i would give those to you really cheap okay like probably cheaper than a set of oxy blades and i also <laughs> broke um oh dude that's great man yeah and i also broke uh uh the, the um the links, the the, the DFC links, um, fly links, or pitch links, pitch links, 
pitch links. Yeah. I got to learn all this terminology. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I get them all I'm confused. Still, <laughs> I'm still saying Trex. Trex? Well, Trex 450. How do you, what do you say? A-line? <laughs> no, a line. Oh, okay. No, I say a line. All right. <laughs> a- A-rod? <laughs> uh, B-rod. No, no, you don't watch that clip from uh, one of the guys from the uh, uh, Key and Peel. He does a skit where he's in class, and it's basically like a class full of, of white kids. And he's like this black teacher, and he's like, he reads the name, and it's Aaron, but he calls A oh. Rod. <laughs> yeah. Or Denise Dude, was D Nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was sorry tangent. That it's just so hilarious. <laughs> no, that dude is hysterical, man. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see the one where they were in the uh, <laughs> they're in the diner ordering food? Him and the other guy. No, and they're like they're trying to out they're trying to out urban each other. I guess I would say. <laughs> really, <laughs> it's hysterical, uh, man. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll find these clips and we'll we'll link them to the uh, <laughs> to the episode. Uh, yeah, this one I'm talking about is freaking. It's, it's great, man. You'll laugh your ass off. <laughs> All right, but dude, the most. Yeah. Imp- exciting thing that happened out there was the uh oxy snow scrapes dude i know and i hadn't i didn't even mention it on my <laughs> when i was going the, the video to that was amazing to the point where like i was shocked that freaking links and oxy uh both shared our video out yeah of that <laughs> of you and bill mm-hmm. inverted like s- scraping the snow and i think we have frank to thank for that frank bordellos because uh or, i said it wrong Frank Mortadiello yeah, for uh, just said it wrong. Uh, for uh, for starting that whole thing up, right? I think he's the one that was starting that up. No, like no, he no, said, well, was, let's see some no, snow Oxy. scrape videos or something. No, Oxy. The, I'm not sure who's the who manages the Oxy helicopter Facebook page, but yeah, they're the one who posted it. And then I know oh. I know Ethan, um, who's also uh, a field rep of Oxy and, and Lynx, you know. Like right away jumped on it, and I was like, "Oh, I, you know, I want to do this. I love doing this. I love doing late scrapes." So I was like, "Oh, I got to do it." So um, originally, you know, he posted a video, then I posted my video where I was in, you know, that the winter wonderland there. Um, yeah. And then, uh, you know, getting the guys together, it was just like, "Oh, no brainer. We're gonna have to do this again." You know, so I can't believe Bill did it though. Yeah. So- and he was like killing it. He was killing it, and, and I just love it because on, on the part when I was doing it, I'm like, "Blade scrape, oh!" And then all you hear is Rob again, again, do it again, <laughs> and then it's like, "Boom again, do it again, boom!" And then it went in. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, and I think that's part of the reason why Oxy, you know, Facebook page shared it is because I mean, if you you could hear the excitement and fun we were having, you yeah, know? And, yeah. and that's part of the the hobby, right? Like, it's not just to fly the helicopter and be this great pilot but it's also to have just tons of fun with it yeah and they make a product you can have fun with like it's not expensive to do stuff like that yeah mm-hmm. i think that i did the repair on mine that night yeah it took about probably about an hour because i totally took apart the dfc the the cube head right and i replaced all the spindles and everything it took about an hour i tallied the cost it was it's like 30 bucks <laughs> I didn't break a main blade. I didn't break a main gear. I didn't even bend the main shaft, but I just replaced it anyways. But it was three spindles, main shaft, two DSC links, and um, and then just the the bolt that goes the main gear into the main shaft. That was it. 
Nice. And oh, and and the landing gears, which I broke from the week before when I was, you know, skid bumping. So, yeah, they make a nice, fantastic heli, man. They sure yeah. do. Yeah. So I got my parts for my oxy, my oxy cube. Mm-hmm. I tore that down earlier today. It was uh was replacing some spindles on that because I had landed that thing on the head. Mm-hmm. And I I broke the freaking motor shaft on that, so and lost the pinion. So I had to get a motor shaft pinion, and I had some uh, <laughs> I had some uh, spindles lying around. I don't know how you do it. <laughs> You've done it twice already, right? That's a, yeah, and I ordered two. I ordered two more shafts when I ordered this one. I was like, let me get two. Yeah, let me get two spindles just for that, or or two uh, the spindle sets. Let me get two uh, pinions. Oh, oh yeah, pinion yeah, yeah, gears yeah. while I'm at it. <laughs> so uh yeah i did that that i should hopefully have the neo on this week and uh, i can start banging that around nice i'm gonna try doing that myself you know like going through the whole program and all that myself mm-hmm. not that i don't appreciate the help but i should know how nah, to do it it's you all know? right it's all right <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah no, for sure and sim night was a pisser man i had a lot of fun um dude we were on from like nine to eleven i think yeah eastern standard time mm-hmm. so if anybody wants to join us yeah we should definitely do that again man that was that was a ton of fun. You <laughs> stepped away for like, uh, I don't know, like ten, five, ten minutes. Yeah. And when you came back, we had four blimps <laughs> yeah. blown up to 400 size, and we were like running into each other with the blimps and stuff. <laughs> it was oh, so ridiculous. <laughs> and then I did that with the, then I took the Mako, the Mako heli that's stock. The shark. And they have the they have the shark paint for that. Yeah. And the I blew canopy. that up to four hundred, so I was like flying <laughs> that around. And it's so funny when you blow these giant they have the same like physics in from the no, they don't because no, they fly they even slow slower. And slow, yeah. yeah. I did it with the biplane too. I blew that up. Yeah. And I didn't even know you could do that. Uh but Chris told us how to do that. So mm-hmm. I blew that up to four hundred percent and like like quarter throttle you could put that thing down, you know, down the runway, like just like a foot off the ground it was so hysterical yeah man. we had a lot of fun we were laughing our asses off because you guys would be watching like we went to the night um field or whatever and mm-hmm. we're doing night flying with the helicopters yeah and you guys were watching evan i think at one point ethan and i spooled up oh ethan yeah i spooled up the shark <laughs> yeah. and while he's doing his routine and I, I could see you guys were all watching him i'm like i'm gonna go like right down the runway <laughs> yeah so and all of a sudden i hear all you guys laughing at the same time <laughs> it's hilarious because you, you know he's just like foo, 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 you know pro tiktok doing all this crazy stuff you know and then you see this this huge shark heli just <laughs> slowly just go down the runway as he's like flying on top of you it's just, oh my god uh, that, that was, was hilarious fun, uh, yeah it was a good time mm-hmm and earlier today, I got my uh, parts in from Hobby King, my EDF and motor for the 6S Vigan project. Damn, you're ahead of me with that project. <laughs> yeah, dude. I got, I ordered two sets of, um, and they're really cheap, like, I think. Oh, you have two sets of them? Well, I want to do an EDF cargo jet, so I bought ah. two two EDF, the fan and shroud. Wait, 70 mil? You're going to do 70 mil in the cargo? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I bought two of those, then I bought two motors, and then I bought one motor that could handle 6S, and I bought that 12-bladed fan. It's, it's really, like, it looks like a jet nice. blade. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's I don't even know. It's, like, concave. It's, like, it's super different pitched angles. And yeah, it's super, super pitched and, like, sharp. And like swept. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping I can get at least that stuff together and see how that is. And it's one of those... Um, 
Dr. Mad Thrust motors. Yeah. It's one of those motors. So, um, And it's heavy as hell, man. I couldn't believe how heavy. It's like as heavy as two motors. Really? Yeah, so we'll have to see how that goes. What's the size? Do you remember what the size of KV was? I'm being curious to know, especially the KV. What? I'm, I think I'm going to try this. Like When I take my Vigan apart, I'm just going to plug in a 6S battery with, you know, like bench test it and see what happens, you know? It's um, Dr. Bad Thrust. It's 2200 KV, 1600 watts. 2200 um, KV, really? For yeah. success, that seems really high. Yeah, and it says EDF Inrunner 6S. Huh. Um, the blade I got, the EDF kit, was a high performance 70 millimeter 12 bladed EDF unit that said it could handle uh, the RPMs that this thing was spitting out, which was like close to 5,000, I thought. No, it's got to be more. 2200 kV times uh, 22.2 volts. Yeah, and then I got two sing I got two other uh sets and they were six dollars. The the EDF fan units and, and the shroud and all that. Mm-hmm. Six dollars and then the I got twenty eight hundred K V but this is only for uh for three S. I think it's good three or four S and those are fifteen bucks. Nice. So twenty one dollars for the EDF and fan kit and I got two of those. Nice. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes, man. Yeah. I'm I'm actually excited to build the Either one of those. I got, like, so many things I want to build, dude. It's ridiculous. Yeah, you got to send me the links for the 6S one because I'm going to bench test my 4S setup on 6S and see what happens. I'm going to run the, I mean, just the motor and the, uh, the fan, the EDF kit, because I'm going to run a, a Hobbywing 100 amp 6S ESC. So I know the ESC will handle it, you know, with the BEC. So I'm not worried about that, but I'm worried about burning up the motor. You know, yeah. I don't want to build and glass this whole vigan and then have to rip out the motor. <laughs> so yeah. I gotta, I gotta bench test that and see. Uh, you know, what what do you think would be a good bench te- bench ah, bench test? If I just take, um, just lay everything out, strap the motor down to a block of wood, and like, well, just throttle four hundred percent for like a minute. <laughs> I don't know. No, you don't even have to go that much. Um, when I was bench testing, uh-huh. I had my phone on it, basically in the next room. And uh, or hiding behind winter jackets, um, I would just put the motor up as and to get to maximum, you know, or close to your like if you're running an 80 amp speed controller and three quarters of the way up there, you're up to 80 amps. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know what to you know either prop down or or do something. Well, okay, okay. But uh, yeah, I would just just because it'll it'll ramp right up there. You'll be able to tell how many amps you're pulling. You know. So so is it about the amps and not? About like the heat generated in the motor. Yeah, because it's the amps that are going to burn up your, burn everything up. Yeah. Oh, so if I don't hit over a hundred amps, I should be fine. Or a hundred and I think the hundred amps are rated to like one forty peak for ten yeah. seconds or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Ooh, that's from my experience. I mean, I had that uh, electric motor that was the equivalent of a. 60 motor mm-hmm. when I was originally putting the 200% Mustang together like years ago and everything was 200% you know right, Mustang right. was 200% the wheels were going to be 200% the, <laughs> the motor oh I guess that's 200% I guess I'll put a freaking 200% prop on it I was doing it 8-4 prop I guess I'll go 16 by 8 right, what do right. I know and that was the one that I was like holy yeah. shit dude this <laughs> thing was pulling your workbench <laughs> I had, think I had it on a 60-amp speed controller and half throttle I saw it go up to, like, 
65 or 70 amps and i'm like whoa wait a minute yeah yeah you can't run There's that big of a right motor yeah. with 60 amps and that's when i was like like i was saying i was i was hiding behind the winter jackets that were hanging like on the way down the stairs to the garage because <laughs> i was like this thing's gonna be chasing me around the garage yeah that was crazy and i was like all right i think maybe i should drop it down to like i think i wound up with like an 11 or something on there 11 or 12 yeah we looked for it at flight fest when i was gonna re you know, enter it into a combat again. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I think it was. I think it was eleven five or something. I actually went with after all that. No, it was bigger. I think it was like a twelve or thirteen five. No, maybe it was thirteen. Yeah, thirteen yeah. five, thirteen six. Yep. Yeah. This motor that I'm talking about. Yeah, you're right. It's um at a high blade count. The operating range suggested RPM range is uh, forty one thousand, and okay. the low blade low blade count. Um, suggested operating range is a little bit higher, forty six thousand right? RPM. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, dude, that'll be dude. <laughs> it's gonna be screaming. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how fast it's gonna be, but it's gonna sure scream. It's the twelve bladed, the twelve twelve bladed EDFs aren't super loud, but they no. flow a lot of air. They make a lot of whoosh sound. You know? Yeah, yeah. But then spinning it at like top speed, oh, it's gonna be awesome. I'm curious to see what mine's going to do because that motor in the EDF is 4S setup. I think it's like a 2,900 or 2,600 kV. So, you know, multiply that by 22.2 volts. It's going to be probably in that 50,000 RPM range. Yeah. It's, it's going to be screaming. Well, you know what I did when I built the other Vigan, uh mm-hmm. and even what I would recommend to guys building their Vigan for the first time, I would recommend going with the Grayson Hobby setup. Oh, definitely. Yep. It's the one flight test talks about. Mm-hmm. And that's a great setup. But when you think about, I'm getting this other one, right? And it's um, thrust that says 1,200 grams. That's almost the same as the Grayson Hobbies one. Okay. Um, this is the 2,800 kV. Yeah. And the ducted fan, I went with the, the one that's kind of suggested. When I got that that home today and i looked at it mm-hmm. you know how the one that comes from grayson has that the shroud kind of has that turned up lip towards the opening towards the opening yeah 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 it's kind of like yeah it's kind of like a cylinder but at the end mm-hmm. it's kind of it's flared out flanged out a little yeah, bit flanged. Yeah. yeah these both of these i thought i thought it was both of them maybe i'm just talking about the, the cheap one but the cheap one actually just comes as a cylinder that flange piece comes off so when you're building the vigan i mean you don't have to mess around with indenting that into the foam or anything you know how you had to like cut away yeah. a little piece of foam to get that to fit in there? Yeah, on the top So I thought that was right. pretty cool. Yeah, you could just do that. I mean, who knows how these motors are? They might be crap. But wouldn't you uh, want that flanged end? So that way it would like, like it'll suck the air, kind of like condensing well, I, it as it gets in there. Like, you know? I was like, well, if I built this now without the without the flange, I wouldn't have to worry about, you know, indenting the foam and cutting that piece out. I could just fold it right over, you know? Hmm, true. That's what I thought of when I saw it. I'm going to I'm going to try to make mine removable though. I guess it's cool that, you know, it's you go with the Grayson Hobbies one you actually get the the ESC too, you know. I'm I'm thinking you uh, about that. Right. Uh, I'm I'm forgetting about that. Mhm. You know, I still have to figure out what ESC to get for these. I mean, this one's 30 36 amp. I don't know what the other one is. Probably like freaking 100 amp or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they'll look into that. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to have to see because 
I don't know. I mean, if you want, we can do some tests together. I I do, you know, like I said, I have that extra 100 amp hobby wind that I'm going to be using. Um, I don't think it's going to pull more than 100 amps, but we can put that on a wall tester and, and see what it does, you know? Well, you know, I, I usually go to altitude hobbies for my ESCs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm surprised, actually, that I didn't check altitude before I ordered stuff from Hobby King. But I was on Hobby King one night, and I, I saw, you know, 6S, you know, Dr. Mad Thrust motor, and it was only 30 bucks. And then I saw the high-performance blade EDF thing, and I was like, oh, that's only 12 bucks. This is, this is cool. Yeah. You know, I can get this all set up pretty cheap. Oh, max current 80 amps on the other one. On which one? On the Dr. Mad Thrust one, the 6S one. Okay. And I think I do have an 80 amp speed controller around here somewhere. Hmm. It's not. I think I have one. Yeah, I definitely have one somewhere too. And who says that uh, we don't talk much about planes anymore? (laughs) Yeah, we just talked about planes. (laughs) Yeah. Now on to helicopters. Yeah, back to helicopters. No. All right. Now let's go to our main topic here. Uh, new friends and old friends. Uh, Actually, I can't wait to fly that freaking plane on 6S, dude. That'll be uh, insane, dude. Me too. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. I hope I don't <laughs> crash it on the Maiden because I feel like... I don't know. I... You think... See, this, that, that's something I, I... I don't know. I guess I don't have that much experience where... I mean, I, I know I've seen planes that are hard to launch because of the motor, but... Why can't you slow the throttle down when you launch it? You know what I mean? Like, why do you have to go full power and and have all that torque? Or is it? I don't know. Maybe maybe some maybe when you hand launch it. Yeah, when you hand hand launch a plane and it's on three S, it launches fine. If you you know go up to four S or something, now this thing's torque rolling like crazy. I don't understand why you just can't launch it slower. Like we have a proven plane that's going to fly at three S or fly at a certain you know thrust. If we, you know, produce the same amount of thrust, but we're now we're only like a quarter throttle or whatever, or half throttle mm-hmm. on launch, um, we shouldn't get any torque roll. I mean, don't you think, or, or do I have that? Are there other things that come into play with that? I th- I think um, is it the quote unquote torque? You know, that's actually turning the plane. I'm I'm missing the whole thing. Yeah, I think it's the, the torque. As, okay. Because and then plus like. You have a tendency to ramp up too quickly while holding the plane, like while letting go to the plane, you know. So yeah. you're 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 ramping up your motor um, RPM, and now you got more voltage, so it's kicking in even harder and faster, and you already let go of the plane, and then it just starts to roll. I mean, look at my EDF, my uh, not EDF, my uh, EFX racer. That thing is not easy to hand launch. Right, but that we never tried. You never tried that on 3s or anything, have you? No, it's a, it's a 4S plane. Like there's you yeah. know, you're not supposed to fly it on 3S. Right, so right so. off the bat it's it's hard to launch, but we have like a plane that we know runs on 3 or 4S. Yeah. Uh, the Vigan and yeah, a certain amount of thrust will move that plane, you know. Hand launch wise it'll move it out, you know, okay. Mhm. I yeah. don't know, maybe that's a that's a good episode for flight test to do. Yeah. The flight test advanced. That's Ooh. what they need to do. Yeah. They're doing videos Monday through Thursday. They might as well just end it with flight test advanced on Fridays. There you go. Nice. Or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> like those guys, like those poor guys don't have enough to do. Right. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, man. Running a business. Yeah. All the stuff they do. Putting a roof over the head, food on the table, and 
Yeah. Let's go into the main topic here. Okay. And the main topic is new friends, old friends. So, so Rob, right, and Devin and Mike and even Bill, you know, we've we've only met them pretty much this year. This year, yeah. Well, let's say the trail ending of 2016. Um, yeah. Because yeah, it's 2017 now. So, and yeah. When was Chris Robertson? That was in September. Was it? It was. Yeah, I think so. Right. It was Labor Day weekend. So yeah, first okay. week of September. Yeah. Yeah. So that's when we met Bill, Christy Monty, Phil, um, Joe Buzz, all, all those folks, you know, from up there. And then obviously, you know, Rob and Bill and Devin, like being in Jersey, living in Jersey, um, which Rob is literally 15 minutes away from me. Yeah. You know, so so it's it's nice because, you know, we, we meet these new friends. We all have um, this common interest of helicopters. And like right away, I mean, I don't know about you, but like right away when I met Bill and and Rob and, and you know his son, even Mike, like it was all like we just kind of clicked. It was just like we were old friends, you know. Well, like, Bill especially, I I said that right after I met him up at um, at Ryberts thing. I think mm-hmm. I'm like the the first five minutes I meet him, he's already busting my chops. I'm like I love this guy. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. This is great. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. So I know exactly what you mean. It's 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 just it's wonderful and and I, I think it is because of this hobby you know that it, it's easily for people to just get to know each other and have fun you know yeah well Look beyond any anything you know I think us doing the podcast too broke the ice a little bit too you know like sure Bill Bill walked right up and started busting my chops about having a push rod in the tor- tail tube <laughs> uh, you know immediately yeah. so yep. yeah. It, it definitely, I think, it does uh, have to do with it. But then again, I mean, I I don't know if Chris Diamante listened too much, or uh, or you know, um, a couple of the other guys. I know they listened a little bit, but I mean, mm-hmm. we we started hanging out with those guys. Who was it? It wasn't was it Joe Boss? No, yeah, it was Phil that that had uh, given me a tour of the camper. Okay, and uh, you know, I was there with Ricky. Ricky drove up there. Mm-hmm. I don't drink beer. But Ricky was going through some stuff with his wife, you know, and at, at that point, and I remember him turning to me during the, the, you know, before the fireworks thing, and was like, "Man, I could really use a beer because you know, the old lady, blah blah blah." And I'm like, "Let me look around." I felt like <laughs> face from the A team. I was like, "Let nice. me see what I can do." Yeah, and I started talking to Phil, and and Phil was like, "Hey, man, you want beers? Take them because we're we're not going to bring them home, you know, or drink them now, or you know." Right, right. So he like loaded up my pockets with beer. <laughs> nice. And I, I I brought like two or three over to to Ricky, man, and I was like, "Yeah, dude, chill out." Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, yeah, it's definitely the community too, man. Right. It's easy to easy to meet new friends and stuff, but um yeah, like you said, dude, we we and look at look at how we we go out there for the the weekend or I mean, we go out there for that that Sunday, dude. They invite us out there to their club and I think they're the most active members at that club. They got yeah. that really cool shed set up. To mm-hmm. where they can hang out in that and charge all their stuff and got the kerosene heater going. And then they say, hey, don't don't bother bringing lunch. We're going to cook. So they, they wind up buying burgers and hot dogs. And they're like, just like, hey, next time you show up, buy something, you know, when yeah. you show up. Yep. that You don't see that everywhere, dude. No, not at all. I don't, you don't see that in other hobbies. I mean, yeah. You don't, you don't really see it in other hobbies. You don't really, I don't know. It's just, 
I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm talking, you know, I'm, I'm like a broken record saying the people, the people, the people, but it really is true. And I, I, just, I can't say it enough. Yeah. The people really are like so welcoming and, you know, open armed kind of deal. And you have to cherish that, man, because I can remember a time when I f- was flying at the soccer field by myself, didn't mm-hmm. know anybody. Yeah. I mean, and flight test is a great place. You know, yep. I don't want to say to meet people to sound like freaking <laughs> eHarmony or anything, but, you know, I post on the forums there. They just, they have it, you know, region specific, just post away. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's how you and I met. That's how you and I met. I, right. That's how we, I, I met Jeff that way. Uh-huh. Uh, well, basically, I met you. You knew Jeff. Right. That's how I, we met Chad. Yeah. That's how, I think that's how we met, um, did, was Christian on the Christian Lauren, was he on the flight test forums? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because did, did he so. post saying that like he flies like quads? Yeah, and he wanted to come, whatever you know, film and and hang out. Yeah, yeah. and that other guy that came up from South Jersey. Mm-hmm. That guy that lost his plane. Yeah, <laughs> was he from yeah. South Jersey? I thought he was from like Hoboken or something. No, he's, I thought he was from Trenton area. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's funny because my my wife gives me some some crap about it. She's like. Good, you have so many friends. <laughs> you know, and like, you know, probably before this, I would have like, you know, a core group of like maybe 10 friends. And then it was like maybe 20, 30, like, you know, people that I would hang out with and chill and and do things, whatever, like go out clubbing or go do some car races back when I used to race a lot, you know, and just and kind of like that kind of stuff. But, you know, as you get older, you kind of like, you know, people move away and, and, and the your your group thins out, yep. And then I got to this hobby, and now it's like I'm just like, holy crap, <laughs> you know, the amount of yeah. people that that I talk to online, the amount of people, you know, like I text and talk to almost, you know, pretty much on a daily basis. It's it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, dude, I can't believe the amount of people like I interact with on Facebook and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I try my damnedest to to answer everybody and remember everybody and, and uh-huh. it's getting to a point now where it's it's like it's hard <laughs> daily it's yeah it's yeah. it's 30 you know 20 30 different times i'm i'm uh, i look at my phone and i got like 20 30 different you know notifications yeah notifications yeah and mm-hmm. i'm like oh my god man yeah i i i literally thought today like how does flight test even keep up with any of this stuff like they must turn on their phones and get like 400 notifications like 5 minutes later yeah 400 more you know i, I don't know how you i don't know i don't deal with anything like, like that think about you know the the main core guys of flight tests i mean they must get hundreds of notifications you know everyone like tagging like i see it a lot like you know the i, I don't know i mean i don't know what the the situation is but like it would be like some guy builds a flight test plane and then he like tags josh and alex and, you know yeah. It, yeah. it's not like they were there but it says like with this person this person this person and i see i see tons of them it's like so what do they see on their phone this person tagging this person tagging this person tagging. like constantly like oh my god yeah must be crazy you know man. and i'm i'm surprised when they actually get a chance to like talk to this person or comment over here because it's it's like oh if it you know, it's, it's like me and my, my work email sometimes. Like, you know, if you take like a couple of days off or go on vacation for a week, you come back and you have like 2,000 emails. And it's like, yeah, 
oh my god it's like okay you know you start going through some of them and after a certain point you just mark all this red <laughs> yeah you know because it's just like it's just it's too much it's too much for any person to to try to handle by themselves so i don't know how they do it so i don't know how we got to flight test i probably brought it up but uh yeah i appreciated the time i i had out there mm-hmm. with with those guys man especially this weekend man well we have fun running where wherever we go yeah uh but man did i have a good time you know, especially because you got guys that, like, Bill's got such a good sense of humor. Mm-hmm. He, he can take it. He can dish it out. And, dude, I just laugh hysterical, man. I, I love guys that, that enjoy laughing and don't take things too serious. And Rob's yeah. the same way. Yep. Me and Devin were having a good time at one point. We mm-hmm. were joking around, and, you know, with the he was recording, and I was logged in on his Facebook Live, and I was, like, <laughs> like, like, was like, like, pumping the likes. Yeah, yeah. And we were just laughing and having a good time. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's just, man, I mean, that's what it's all about, dude. Yeah, yeah. Oh, special announcement. Bill, <laughs> crack kills. <laughs> crack kills. Oh, jeez. Oh, special announcement. <laughs> He's going to hate me for that. <laughs> Whitney yeah. Houston is still drug free. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that too soon? Yeah. Sorry. I don't know. But, um, dude, yeah. you can't just say that and not, like, explain what's going on. No, no, uh, I don't want to. I don't want to blow up his spot too much, <laughs> you know. Make me people well, wonder. I'm sure this phrase has been used in this way many times, so I'm sure people can extrapolate what we're talking about. Okay. Yeah. If not, ask us, and you know, we'll tell you. <laughs> we'll just tell you. Bill bent over. To uh, put down. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a great time. I, I really wish um, their club was a little bit more uh, welcoming because I know they capped their, their membership and I think they're already at their caps and they're not taking new members. Because I would join. I would join that club. Well, we were talking today about the the drama that goes on with some of these clubs, man. And mm-hmm. it's like, it's so unwarranted, you know? Yeah. You got these, these clubs that if they're not careful, they're not going to be around. Yeah. You know? Pretty soon. I, I think that they're okay with that, though. Yeah, it's weird. I don't want to generalize it, but usually, you know, we call them old plankers or old dirty plankers. But, True, um, old plankers. <laughs> you know, but what it is, is like the, the folks that have been in the hobby for a very long time, um, a lot of changes happen in this hobby, right? It's obvious. I mean, helicopters it's have... constantly changing. Yeah, it's constantly changing. Helicopters have grown to be these crazy big monsters that can do some crazy stuff that scare a lot of people. They 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 do, you know. A lot of the old timers get scared. You know, when I, I see it, like I can see when I toss up a heli, like some people okay, let me, you know, let me go back off somewhere. You know, they kinda make you know, take the distance and, and it's okay. Like I understand they're, these are dangerous things and they don't know my flying you know, they're not they don't know how I fly or if I how how in control I am or how anyone is in control of these things. So it's understandable, but there's some folks that basically go with the mentality saying, Well, we don't like that stuff here and you know, we'd rather see this club die and burn off than you know, to accept it. And it's just know, weird. It's weird because like, you know, when I look at that and, and then I see the same people complain saying that, Oh, these drones are ruining the hobby. Well, are they, are they doing damage as much as you're doing damage with that type of thinking and mentality? 
like it's just funny because this club that you know we went to you know granted it's the winter time but i've never seen anyone there i've yeah. never seen any other members and, um, and yeah, i've heard that know? before i mean yep. even even our club it's a fantastic club the people are wonderful the the the, the field is great um you know, I mean, I've I've met so many awesome people in, with our club, but we have a hundred, we have a hundred over a hundred fifty members, or at a hundred fifty members. That was our cap, and I never see more than ten people. You know, maybe twenty people total rotating. You know, like you'll see, you yeah, know, these on a real busy nice day in the summer. Yeah, maybe I've seen twenty people up there. Not all of them flying, right? You know, I think some of these older guys, man, and. Who knows what I'm going to do when I'm that age? But you know, these these guys come out to the field with their plane uh, and just hang out and never yeah, which fly. Is fine. They'll fly at once, which is good. But then the, you know, and then I guess they're they're just there as a as a freaking country club and yeah, which I have no problem with. About everything. I have no problem with people hanging out. You know, there is a, a sense of you know camaraderie that that like even if I can't fly these helicopters, I still want to be a part of. But. Yeah. The problem is, is when you, when you try to ruin the hobby for someone else, when you when you make the hobby unapproachable to newcomers, that's when it's bad. That's yeah. the mentality. Oh, yeah. That's the old dirty planker mentality. I'm trying to, you know, portray here is that, you know, you're not helping the hobby. You're not helping anyone. You're not even helping yourself because at the end of the day, that that wonderful club that you're a member of will no longer exist, and it'll just be a, a far distant memory. And you know what's going to happen? Someone else is going to come in and take over that club anyways. So all the things that you were trying to avoid are going to happen anyways. Or people, <laughs> or people go to another club, right? Or people start their own club. It's, it's a shame because, you know, whether you're a quad racer, whether you're a heli pilot, whether you're, you know, fly planes or, or do all three, you know, we, we, we do all three even though we were a little bit more on the heli side recently. You know, and like, who wants, I want people to ask me questions and, and inquire about this wonderful hobby. You know, I want people to like feel that it's approachable. You yeah. Know? And, and I don't know. I'm from the point of view where even if I didn't fly helicopters, I think I sent you this in a text, dude, even if I didn't fly helicopters and I belonged to a club that allowed like our great club down in uh, North Brunswick there, mm-hmm. you know, they allow helicopters, multi rotors, airplanes. Yeah. Even if I was only a helicopter or only an airplane pilot, man, I would stand up for the rights for you to be able to fly something else. Like if I only flew mm-hmm. planes and you wanted to fly a helicopter, I would. I and they said, "Oh, we're gonna stop with the helicopters." I'd be like, "No, dude, we can't." These guys are part of the club. They're part of the hobby. Yeah, they pay they their dues. They, they pay do, their dues. Yeah, they're not like you know destructive to the field or anything. Like no, you know, we don't disrespect anyone. You know, like. If there's noise complaints, like, you know, on our club, we can't fly. Nitros before 10 o'clock, I think, right? Yeah, it's anything loud, but yeah, I would say nitros. That's like the official nitros before 10 o'clock on Sundays. Yeah. Totally understandable. That's fine. We're advised not to fly over the left tree line because, you know, there have been some complaints. Yeah, no problem. Everyone does their best to stay away from that area and, and you know, not to get too crazy loud. And, you know... Yeah. It's like I don't know. I just don't. I don't. I just don't understand it. I'm, I'm maybe from a different um, generation where I don't think exclusion is the right way to to enjoy this hobby, you know, for yourself or for others. So 
Yeah, I don't get it. And I know it's not only, you know, our area because I've talked to Mike mm-hmm. sure. uh, from the FTCC there. You know, I don't know where we were talking. I think it was when I, when I was on the program that first time. I think he was talking about the club that he, that was in his area that he stopped by and they were just that they were that way. They were just a bunch of knuckleheads and he was mm-hmm. like, you know what? I'm not I'm not even gonna waste my time with these guys. And he found a he found a decent club, you know, kinda like ours with great guys in it. So Yeah. You know, and that's great because I'm glad there are clubs like that out there. Uh, yeah. Because if you know the Tri County was the first club he tried to join, right? Or we joined, I should say. For me. I'm I'm not sure for you. I think you might have joined other clubs before. Yeah, I was part of the Goshen um, Black Dirt Squadron that was up in Goshen, New York, and that was actually closer. Mm-hmm. Uh, the field's in the middle of a farm, literally a mile in the middle of a farmland. There's farms all around it. Right. It's basically unlimited flying ceiling, you know, and distance. Yeah. And they still would get a complaint from a farmer who would be like, your guys are buzzing my guy on the tractor. It's like, really, dude? No, they're not. They're not. They're not buzzing the guy on the track. Yeah, or, the, the perception know. is hard. Actually, no. I'm sorry. I joined Wayne Modelers first. Yeah, you were part of Wayne Modelers. Yep. The guys are great, but the the uh, the field and uh, their the the way that it was laid out. I'll, I'll go into it, but continue your story. Sorry. No, that's that's fine, man. And those guys were great. The only thing I really didn't like up there was, uh, and they fly the huge stuff up there. I mean, yeah, giant big stuff, scale right? stuff, mm-hmm. iMac pilots. These guys lot of money into their stuff man real expensive stuff i sold my first jet flight up there like in person and like um, um turbine jet or edf yeah no turbine oh, jet nice and that was pretty impressive one guy had a basically a ug- an ugly stick that had at least a 16 foot wingspan i got pictures of that really yeah it was and he was using that he had a five piston motor on it probably five grand for this motor or three grand for this motor and he was using that to tow a replica glider german glider that he had built that also was like 18 foot wingspan or something it was enormous and yeah dude i'd fit right in there with the big biplane but uh Mm -hmm. but uh that that was i got pictures of that that was insane to see that and it was cool because i got some insight into the whole german glider thing you know and i guess nazi germany had done a lot of things to uh, combustion motors and really wanted to do away with them. So people were finding a way around uh, combustion motors and, and the way government was regulating stuff. And so it was interesting to talk to him. It was like a 1930-something glider. But it was awesome. crazy, man. I saw some huge stuff up there. Like oh, wow. 100, 102 wingspan was nothing up there. It was really? Crazy, yeah. I got I got pictures somewhere. Yeah, and those guys were fantastic. Those guys were real, you know. They had strict rules, and the the runway was grass runway, but you would never know because it was cut like a golf course. It was pristine, and the only thing, like I said, that I didn't like was they would only one guy could fly at a time. They had two stations, but because of the expensive, you know, these these planes, man, these models, dude, you know, you you didn't want to go up there and fly with, you know, two. Sometimes they would they would do it, but a lot of times no. But it was a good experience. I mean, I, I enjoyed my time up there. I got to talk to a lot of decent guys. Nice, nice. Good, good club. If you're into large scale, uh, and it was just you know, it was just planes, right? Stuff, just planes. Yeah. yeah, they didn't. They had helicopters at one point, but they 
I guess they hadn't had helicopters there in a while because back in the day everything was nitro, all the big stuff. You yeah, know, and, and they barely cars. hovered, right? <laughs> yeah, so they would have a lot of problems with uh, crashing and digging up the, the the runway and stuff like that. They they were trying to keep their runways and their area as nice as possible, mm-hmm. okay. which they own. They own the land and everything. Right, that makes sense. I mean, yeah, you know, you want you want to have pride and take care of your stuff. It's not cheap and. Just having to pay property tax on even just the land, it's gotta suck. So yeah, and then I uh, I looked locally mm-hmm. to the one club that said they weren't taking anybody but new pilots, which I didn't understand. Like guys that had to be taught how to fly. I, I remember I called them, yeah, called them up, and I said, "Hey, I got three guys. We're looking for a club. We're not we're not knuckleheads. We're AMA. We've been flying for like two years. You know, yeah, we really enjoy the hobby. No, we're not taking anybody. Only if you're brand new and and need." instruction or something they were they they had said to me yeah it's weird it's weird but i i kind of i mean in my opinion i think this is is because they want to be able to form you into a pilot that they want you to be or they just didn't want any new members no because i mean what if you said oh great i've never flown a plane would they take you probably right maybe at that point they you you just met their criteria Maybe I should email them again. Hey, I'm a new I'm a new guy trying to get in a hobby. <laughs> See what they say. I don't know. I mean, maybe <laughs> just give it a shot. I'm just curious because I feel like that kind of statement is kind of weird because, you know, if you know how to fly, then that means you don't have to be watched. You don't have to, like, you know, they'll, they'll sign you off like, all right, do this, do this, go take off, taxi, land, touch and go, whatever, you know, off the plane stuff. You know, helicopters, take off, land, you know, do some orientation. Um, and then, and like maybe do some circuits, right? It's like so if you can prove that you can fly and be in control, then like then you're less one. You're you're basically collecting dues from this person right. without having to worry about them and, and babysit them. Exactly. Other than dues to a club, what's their other ginormous worry is liability. Liability, right? So and if you can prove that you're not a person that's you right. know if you're a reasonable guy and. Should be no problem with them, insurance-wise. Right. Why not take them? But, but then, you know, and the reason why I say that they only want new members for real is that, like, because I could, hey, all right, this is what you do, and don't come out of these guidelines. You know? You take off, you do your, your you know, clockwise circuits, you know, and then land, and then let the other person go. Like, they can kind of guide you to a straight and narrow, I think. Well, if you take a pilot who's like, like say you or me, right? Um, say you, <laughs> when when you're, when you're flying your twisted hobby beaver, right? You're, it's you're you're always in control, but there are times where you're like, you know, buzzing someone's head, <laughs> you know, or maybe hitting them in the head, <laughs> you know, or like, yeah, but but you're doing some kind of crazy stuff that like if someone's flying a pattern and you're like sitting there like hovering on the runway and, and doing crazy stuff that they might get annoyed maybe they don't want that I, I can see that i don't i can't see why they wouldn't want uh, an experienced pilot other than that reason i don't know dude our club could be equally as strict and we still we still would have a good time down there like they could be you know you're in a pattern i could fly that beaver around and and do whatever i got to do in a pattern and not worry about it and it could be as equally strict and yeah but i think i think just because of the guys down at our club is why it would be that much better. But I mean, like, if if you if our club said, okay, you have to fly on the opposite side of runway, even with that beaver, and you have to fly above a hundred feet with that beaver. Well, that, that would be like that's ridiculous. That's not an AMA. 
Yeah, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be AMA because this is their club and they have their own bylaws. Well, then they're going to have to listen to me say landing every freaking two minutes. Because I'm going <laughs> to be like, oh, coming in, landing now. Landing. Touch and go. <laughs> okay. Okay, Touch I guess go. there's ways around it, right? Landing, taking off. You know? But yeah. then you you might never even pass your probationary period. But, I mean, you know, who knows? I, 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 that's, know. I feel like that's kind of – that's the only reason I can really see it's that if you're not a flight and, and you're not a liability, why not? Yeah, it's just money coming in. Yeah. And it's, you could, it's weird. And, and you could be one of those people that sign up for a year, you know, and, you know, maybe only get out five times a year or ten times a year, you know. Maybe you have some interest, but you're not heavy into it. They don't know. So they yeah. could have collected an extra 100 bucks, 200 bucks, whatever it is. I, mean, I know it's not all about money, but, yeah, I don't know. I have more to talk about, but. It's. I don't know if you want to do it in the news or uh, if you want to do it now. Yeah. So, I guess we'll kind of. It's. It's. This is start, sort of part of the the main topic, but it's it's more news and and I mean if you you know anyone in the heli community knows this news, I would say by now, by the time we record this, by the time this is definitely released. Yeah. Why don't you? Why don't you say it? Why don't I say it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a shame to say this, but and I can't believe I'm saying it. Uh, RCHN is done with the podcast, man. Yeah, the four guys that we know, know and love, man, are are retiring from doing their podcast or yep. have retired at this point. Yep. So this past Monday, RC Heli Nation podcast has uh, released their final episode, episode two hundred and sixty-one. They kept on saying two sixty-two on the show, but the the number they might have uh, done it episode zero. They might have, yeah. But um, you know the the episode number is two hundred sixty one, and yeah, Dan, Nick, Jesse, Justin, and Sage, they closed up uh, the podcast. Version two point is over. And not to mention all the other guys that behind the scenes, you know, mm-hmm. Ken, um, um, Ken from Lower Hell, yeah. Um, wasn't there another Ken too? Ken Salloway? Yeah, and that's uh, that's the the T shirt, registration number, citizen number, all that stuff. Right. And then all the previous hosts. Their buddy that would show up at the the fun flies a lot and help him out. Dieter. Dieter. Hot apple pie guy. I forgot his name. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I was just like, Oh my god. <laughs> I was driving to work Monday, I had to drive down uh huh. I don't know, hour or two down the turnpike, so I didn't even look at, and I never, I don't really listen to RCHN on Monday. Uh, okay. I kind of sometimes catch it on Monday. It depends, you know, yeah. what's going on and, and how far of a drive I have. Mm-hmm. Didn't even look at the title. Just started playing it. And they're going through their normal banter, man, and talking. And then they got to the point where they're like, yeah, we're retiring. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Dude, I was freaking blown away. Yeah. You know, and then I got to listen in more and more. And, and you know. I, Javier had sent us a, uh, an email and um, telling us too, you know, that RCHM was done. And I emailed him back saying, you know, I listened to it twice because I, I had a long ride down, long ride back. Mm-hmm. And the first time I listened to it, I didn't realize it until the second time I listened to it that during the first time I listened to it, I was pretty selfish in in the way I was thinking about how could they do this, you know. Yeah. To to me the listener and you know to the hobby and 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 how you know how could they 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 quit, you know? Mhm. And I I guess 
you know, when I listened to it the second time, I realized that, you know, Dan had been on the show and he had said, you know, doing the podcast actually brought him back from serious depression, physically, mentally, you know, and got him, he got himself back into shape and, you know, uh, the podcast had really done a lot for him. And now he's to a point where, you know, he's got other, other things going on and, and planning motorcycle trips and stuff like that. And I think it was, I'm I'm pretty sure it was Nick who said it uh, the best way. It was like, you know, Dan went through all that. Dan was close to the edge and, you know, kind of, kind of worked things out and, and came back because of the podcast and, and they're all I mean, just the, great the, friends. Yeah, I mean, not just the podcast, but the whole RC Heli community. Like, right, the whole community. Right, exactly. Yeah, you know, the whole community brought him back from from like the edge and right. Like, and when when Nick said, you know, who am I to say, no, you can't pursue other things or you can't enjoy your life now that you've kind of like got yourself back together. You know, you have to sit in front of a microphone every week. He's like, who the hell am I to say that? You know? Yeah. So I. I, the second time I listened to it, I was like, you know what? It sucks. Yeah. Um, I was just like, it, it was like my mentor or my friend dying. It was just crazy. Yeah. Like I was pretty, I was pretty, I don't know. I was pretty broken up, man. No, I Not, know. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, you're like, eh, it's just, dude, it's a stupid podcast. But how much influence those guys have. Hey, 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 don't um, call it stupid. No, but you know what I mean. Like people, <laughs> yeah, yeah, if, yeah. You, if you talk to other people, they'd be like, you know, it's a podcast. What are you show. talking about? It's, it's a yeah. it's a podcast. You know, I don't, even, I, don't, yeah. I don't even know what you're talking about because they don't I've understand. Never heard it's of it's more than a podcast. You know, to us it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To you the know? community. To the community. You know. I mean, when you talk about four guys, where I've only talked to Dan, I don't yeah. really even know what Jesse and Nick looks like. I mean, yeah. I kind of do, but I mean, those guys have had such an impact on on me and the hobby. Oh, yeah. You know, directly. Yeah. Like, completely. And basically, and I, I even in my day-to-day life, you know? Mm-hmm. Just like I'm driving to work, and it's, I'm pissed because i got to drive down to Trenton or Newark or something like that, you know? And, and I'm like, but I put on RCHN, and I'm like, you know, um, they got me through getting down there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. I mean, the amount of um, interest and and drive I have in the hobby, and, and especially on the RC side, they were the reason. Um and, and I, mean I think the heli side. The heli side. It, it's 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 RCHN. I've always had an interest for flight. I've always had an interest for helicopters, but it was it was an it was like something that it was for me something I could never obtain. You know, I started I dabbled in it a little, and then I start and then I started listening to RCHN, and they guided me from like they're like my dads. <laughs> like they guided yeah. me as a baby in a hobby in the RC helicopter com- hobby. And made me to the point where now I'm passing knowledge on and I'm helping people and I'm doing all the stuff that they've done for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I absolutely. just, I totally understand. Like, I wasn't mad that, you know, they were like, you know, that this is the last episode. I, I felt that it was pretty um, abrupt and out of nowhere. Like, you know, if, if they did a couple episodes in the new year and then dropped the news i think it would have eased it into it into me a little better but it's like you know they were on like a, a three-week hiatus and then boom the last right. episode um you know was dropped so uh, but i wasn't sad you know I, i'm i didn't even before i listened to the episode i, I was you know i understood like okay you know 
if if they're if they're stopping this, then you know there must be a good reason. And I never thought that there was any bad intentions or you know fighting between the guys or anything. Because I mean, you know, what do I know? But and I never felt that type of um, animosity between each other in that group. So I never thought it would happen, right? In that way. So, but you know, Monday morning, MLK Day, I was you know I was off. And at 7.33, this is the message from Kevin to me and, and Anthony and Chris. It's, RCHN is done? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I write right back, what? And you said, I'm listening to the latest episode. Sounds like they're going to stop doing a podcast. And then, um, you know, so first thing I do is I'm going to go to Facebook because they would release the episode and put it on Facebook, right? But before I did that, I saw I had one message from, um, I had a message on my Facebook Messenger app. So I'm like, all right, let me take a look and see who that is first. Because this is one message while well, I have 20 notifications on the other side. So let me just look at the, the easy one. Dan K. Reed, he messaged me at 6.36 a.m. saying, we are passing the torch. Run with it. Try not to drop it. Let me know if you guys need anything. And I'm just like, what? Holy shit, man. No, please don't say that. I'm like, it's like, you know, when like you, you're like, you're, I don't know, you like break up with like your wife or girlfriend. So it's like, no, what are you talking about? No, this can't be true. You know, like I have my doubts because I was like, you know. Yeah. I wanted to check the calendar because I thought it was April Fool's. Right. I was like, uh, what? Yeah. They've done it for 261, 262 episodes. Yeah, seven um, years. They've done it. Well, it was seven, yeah, right. They started, what did they say? 20, I thought they started in 2011. So it's yeah, 2011. Six years, seven years. Anyways. Well, Dan Dan said seven because he was, it was uh, I think he was including uh, uh, 1.0. 1.0, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. For a few. I mean, that's a long time, you know, to devote to a hobby but like a hobby of a hobby and for, you know, every week, you know, banging out these episodes. And I'm going to use the Steve phrase and say, not only that, but <laughs> to put out quality episodes. Yeah. Like that was the big kicker for, for I think a couple of the guys that were talking about how, you know, they were only getting out to fly once a week and they weren't even flying with each other. So it's like now it becomes a place where, you know, do I fly so I have something to talk about on the podcast? Mm-hmm. Now it's almost like the second hobby driving the first hobby. Right. You know? But but it's driving it to the point where you're not enjoying the first hobby. Right. And right. that's a problem. Exactly. You got to enjoy the... Your, <laughs> you can't do a podcast about a hobby you love if you don't love the hobby anymore. <laughs> like That doesn't work. You well, know? yeah. I thought of Jeff, too. You know, Jeff said for a couple of, couple of times to us about stepping down, and he was like... You know, I really don't have anything to talk about because I'm not going to the field that much anymore. I'm not flying that much. Yeah. I thought about Jeff. Mm-hmm. You know, same thing. But, yeah, this was pretty devastating, dude. Yeah. Especially, you know, I don't want to sound like I'm pompous or arrogant or anything like that or conceited. But, you know, especially at the end when Dan said, you know, there's a couple other podcasts out there, you know, free fall RC, give them a listen. Mm-hmm. Holy crap, man. That was crazy, man. That's like me going to a concert and seeing the guy I idolize, you know, give me a high five after the show, man. Yeah, like... It was just ridiculous, man. Like, 
ridiculously awesome. Yeah, I'm honored. You know? Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, like seriously, with like that 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 message from Dan, like I was in shock, and like I'm honored that you know he thought about us. You know that yeah. that he's that you know that RCHN this. You know, this awesome group of guys, this awesome podcast, this awesome, you know, donation, like the the following that they have. And then for them to, for him, you know, the co-founder, founder of it, to be like, here, Free Farsi, here is the torch. Try not to fuck it up. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, yeah. I just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, I, I, I was literally speechless and in denial and and like i just a roller coaster of emotions you know like yeah dude i couldn't i went i was driving to the field listening to the show and i was just like there were some parts i was getting choked up when they're talking about like you know the best parts of the show you know and just all these memories that they're just kind of like flashing back as they're talking yeah. about it and and then you know i get to the field and i'm like all right you know all my flights are dedicated to our siege and like these are for you guys you know I would have, I would have have fun and and enjoyed a hobby because I know that's what they would want, right? Yeah. So, and then I was like, wait a minute, should I listen to the episode? And I was like, no, 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 I can't listen to the episode while I fly. <laughs> I, I just don't want to like just listen to the words and get like a little choked up and be like, oh shit, oh no, there goes my there goes my new helicopter into the ground. But um, yeah, I mean, uh, I don't, I don't, I'm like. I don't know what to say, like, about this whole thing. It's what what can you say, dude? Except you know, we're only here for a certain amount of time. Yes, you better you better enjoy your time and have a good time yes. while you're here. And I mean, like they kept saying, you know, all good things come to an end, and mm-hmm. it was their end. I'm 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 actually glad they did it the way they did do it. You know, come to a collective decision, not nobody getting pissed or, or anything like that, or you know, or really like dragging it out to where they hate coming in front of a microphone you know and yeah doing the show so right. I, I gotta commend them for doing that and like i said you know you we only get so much time together dude mm-hmm. so you know you're who knows what what the future holds you know yeah no you don't but um they've impacted so many people and they've done so much for the hobby oh uh, i think so much they don't they would have it would take a lifetime for them to realize and, and to find out how many people they've impacted and mm-hmm. how much they've done yeah. in the seven years. Yeah. You know, I just, yeah, it's, and, it's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, in less than a decade, they've probably changed many people's lives. You know? Yeah. I mean, they got impacted. listeners around the world. Right. They've had, they've had the stories, man. Mm-hmm. You know, Dan talks about, I mean, I know I've heard those guys talk about, you know, the guys coming up to them and saying, you know, getting into the hobby and your your podcast helped me through some rough times and stuff like that for sure so one so there's there are a couple you know things that i want to mention about the, their podcast ending um they're gonna still make the podcast available if you have not heard of rchn and i know i've been reading some posts and people you know not not in any disrespectful way but they're just like what is this you know yeah you know if you listen to our show Please honor us and listen to their show. They, there's 261 episodes. There's so much content. If you listen, if you like RC helicopters, it's a must. Um, start from episode one. 
I'm telling you. They're going to keep their website up. They're going to keep their episodes available. Um, and they're also going to have their fun fly. That's one of the questions I had to Dan um, before I listened to the episode or anything is the episodes and the fun fly. Like, I, I want to, I, you know, I, I want to know that the episodes are going to be there because if not, give it to me. I'll repost them. I'll pay for the hosting and post it on Podbeam and make it available. Like, I, those right. have to stay up. Yeah, they're they, so beneficial. Yeah. Like, you, you know, for any newcomer that are coming to the hobby, go back, listen to their episodes because you will learn so much and you'll have so much fun you know listening to these guys do what they do so uh and then they're still doing their fun fly so rchn5 is still scheduled for later this year i really want to try to make it out there but it's in i think washington state yeah so so it's quite difficult for our you know for northeast boys here to um i guess we'd have to fly out there I would have to tell the wife the business is sending me out there. Because if I told her I was going out there to fly helicopter, she'd be like, are you out of your mind? Really? Yeah. She, she doesn't like the West Coast at all. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, she, she should talk to Maria. Maria doesn't like the West Coast either. Uh, oh, man. But, um, but they said that that might be, you know, that might still reoccur every year. The RC Heli Nation fun fly. They don't know. I mean, they you know, they might do it again next year. They might that might be all that there is. Yeah. Dan kinda left it open. Dan at the end of the podcast said, you know, we can kinda leave it open and you know if, and see what if time the guys time. want to get together and, and do something every now and then then it's totally mm-hmm. on them, you know. What do you mean? Oh, as far as their podcast. Right. Yeah. Yeah. As far as podcast in some form, I don't think they're gonna call it RC Hell and Asia two point anymore. Well maybe version uh, three point that's done. Maybe three. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, you know, Dan, he, you know, I do recall him saying that, that, you know, if the guys want to do it again, you know, and can get a good group of guys to do it, then he's all for it, you know. Yeah. But it, it is a little sad because now, like, you know what's going to happen? It's next Monday. I'm going to, you know, wake up. I'm going to get on my, my commute to work and be like, crap, I don't have RCH to listen to. You know, so I'm going to backtrack. I'm going to go back through some of my favorite episodes and yeah, I think re-listen to them, thing. you know? Yeah. Um, damn. So, um, Dan did put a funny post up a couple hours ago. Uh, I want to share that. Okay. So, uh, this is from Dan K. Reed. Uh, he posted as the RC Hell Nation Facebook uh, account and said, a very disturbing reality has brought to my has been brought to my attention. With the podcast no longer in production, it appears as though I might have inherited the ball sack trophy for the time and eternity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah. Or at least until I get a chance to sneak it into Nick or Jesse's house for the summer. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Keep, keep these posts coming. <laughs> um, you know, and then he also writes on a serious note. Over the past few days, it's been amazing to see and read all the posts of support. Uh, thank you so much. Remember, we are all still here, and we look forward to joining the hobby on our own terms. So they are, you know, citizens like the rest of the nation citizens. So uh, I, you know, I really want to meet them in person and obviously thank them for what they've done, but also to f- to fly with them. You know? Yeah. Oh, like, uh, dude, that'd be. Incredible, man. Yeah. So, 
So we wish those guys nothing but the best, man. Yes. Best of luck. Um, keep in touch. Still can't believe I'm saying that. Yeah. Stay active in the hobby. Let's see some more videos of flying. <laughs> I want to see more of you guys fly. I want to see more videos. You know, Dan, I want to see those uh, pure flips, man. I want to see how you, how those are working out for you. I want to see pictures of Dan's road trip if he does one. Yes. Because uh, that's something I wanted to do when, when I was 40, was to ride my motorcycle out to Las Vegas, and I never did. Kind of had a detour with the family and all that. But, mm-hmm. I mean, for the for the good. Sure. Um, but uh, I'll never, I'll probably never get out there and ride a scooter around uh, the Rockies and the West Coast and wherever he's going to take a ride, man. So I, I was enjoying the pictures he took. Yeah. Yeah, he takes some. Nick takes some freaking awesome pictures. I don't know if you follow his like, yeah, his regular page, and he also does one like uh, Nick Lynn photography. I don't know if he still does that one, but dude, like, there's one shot of him and his son, and something in the sand sticking out with like a rainbow, and like you see, you know, the sand's wet, so you see a reflection on. It, it was amazing. Like it was, it was so artistic and well composed. Uh, the composition on it was just, it was amazing. I, you know, I thought he probably did it on like a freaking twenty thousand dollar camera because it looked, it looked so professional and so good. But um, yeah, and you know, I know uh, Justin just had a second kid. Yep. So yeah, I want to congratulations to Justin and is it Marnie right? Yeah. Um, yep. And Charlie, right? Yeah, that's, their, that's their other son. So, congrats on addition to the the family. Um, Jesse, he's. Uh, I can't think. It, I can't think about Jesse and all you know all the years of doing the podcast without smiling. Man, he always <laughs> brought a smile to my face. Man, why? Because he's funny as hell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Him and his wife are expecting real soon too. I think it's gonna be like close to when I'm having my kid. I think well, oh, yeah? no, maybe a little after. I think I, I remember recall saying like four months, but if it's four months, that's April, and that's about yeah, yeah. the same time yep. as me. So, so yeah, um, hope you're ready because I'm not. <laughs> okay. uh, you know, so and then Sage, the newest member, he, he was quite funny on the show um, on the last episode. Because he was like, you know, because he hasn't had the years of um, being on the show, but he did give a nice perspective. Of a of a listener, who became a, a co-host, um, yeah. So that was that was pretty cool, and um, yeah, and it's good to hear. It's like it's like when I met the flight test guys for the first time, man. It's good to hear that the guys that you listen to or watch all the time, mm-hmm. you know, you, the way they are in front of the camera or the microphone is the same way they are, you know, to to people in real life. I mean, yeah. that, that's great to hear. Because they're not fake people. <laughs> no. You know? It's not it's not Hollywood, right? It's not like... No. Exactly. Yeah. So so that's awesome. you have anything else you want to say? Just thanks, guys. Yeah. So if you're listening, guys, thank you so much. I'm serious. There would be no free 4RC podcast if it wasn't for RC Chad without the inspiration. There would be no Steve flying, you know, only fucking... What do I have? Three, you know... In the last two months, I bought three 700 size heli, you know. Uh, He'd still be flying a Blade SR or trying to. <laughs> yeah, trying to. Or no, probably not. I'd probably have given up by then. 
I, I think I, I I truly feel that if it wasn't for RCHN and like the amount of fun they had with the hobby, um, push like you know kind of was like inspiration for me to like oh I want to have fun like them you know like you know and I enjoy those type of experiences and and like overcome these little hurdles of of trying to learn something new and all the stuff that they've taught me like you know all the different technical bits right yeah and one thing they taught me was if you do get ca on your finger do not stick it up your nose <laughs> yes that's one thing i definitely learned oh my god that was one of the most funniest episodes <laughs> with justin oh my god I just <laughs> there's been some funny shit on that show and but that dude that yes that almost caused me to go off the road literally i was crying i was laughing so hard oh my god uh yeah and, and you start you start laughing at stuff like that and then you realize you know you're listening to a podcast about helicopters and you're like i never thought i would laugh that hard mm-hmm. you know listening to a podcast uh you know these guys aren't professional comedians or anything like that right Just, he's they're they're great it was great man i mean yeah. dan put together a great team of guys and mm-hmm. kept us entertained for years man so yes. i mean it's great yes unlike us we don't know what the hell we're doing no nah. No, we don't. But it's okay. We have fun doing it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say goodbye to our C chat. No. But let's, um, I don't know, what's a nice way? Say see you. <laughs> see you next time. See you uh, next time. No. No. See you, see you when we see you. Yeah, see you when we see you. You know, it's uh, version 2.0. Like as they say, it's, that, that book is closed, but there will be, you know, they're, they're still there. They're still in the hobby. So I need to... Uh, Get some flights with you guys, and I need to try this hot apple pie. <laughs> it sounds delicious. It sounds like they have fun drinking it too. So, <laughs> yeah, hot apple pie. All right. <laughs> so, do we have any other news or anything we want to add to the new segment? Um, the only other thing I wanted to add, I was going to add it later, is um, I've been watching Carl Lydic, who is uh, mm-hmm. Will M Racer. I think I spoke about him once before on YouTube, and he's working on this ginormous jet, and he's got a couple of. If you if you if you're into this and want to see, he he's put together a really nice video of him doing time lapse sanding on the jet, and you know his formers and all that. So yeah, check it out if you guys want to check it out. It's W I L M Racer uh, on YouTube, and if you like it, subscribe. And I, hopefully, he's got to have it this year at Flight Fest 17. Awesome. When he's finished, yeah. Should be pretty freaking awesome. It's huge. It's like 80-something inches long. Wow. But that's it. All right. So, on today's episode... We have something new for you guys. It's not a surprise, because I did post a picture and and requested some uh, questions from our listeners... Oh boy! We need to add like um, some type of like music. I'll put together something or something. Some music from Predator. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. All right. So no, I got the perfect. I got the perfect seg- um, music. All right. So we have our new section, a new little bit of piece that we're going to be putting in for I don't know how many episodes. We're just going to do it. We're going to flow with it and see what happens. And it is called Ask Arnold. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So 
the way we're going to do it is we're going to just kind of off the cuff. We have a bunch of questions here, but we're going to narrow it down to only two questions an episode. And we'll, we'll just kind of sort through them to see which one Arnold wants to answer, right? Because I can't tell Arnold what to do. So no, you can't. He'll kick my ass, right? I mean, he's freaking Arnold Schwarzenegger. So what do we do? All right. So he has selected two of these fine folks that posted some questions on the Axe Arnold thread. And we have first one, Fred Provost. Come on, man. Spit it out. Okay, okay. Damn. Damn, such a bully. <laughs> All right. And Fred posted, hi, Arnold. Please tell me, what are your top 10 things you don't like about RC helicopters? So what do you say, Arnold? I don't know. I don't know if I can come up with 10, uh, but I'll tell you right now, you know, they're too loud. They're too damn hard to fly. And uh, they're too damn hard to set up. I, I don't know. They're not that hard. Come on. You're Arnold. You're, you're Conan. You're Terminator. You're the T-1000. Come on. <laughs> Listen to me. You know, if I wanted to fly these silly little uh, RC helicopters, I would just go to the mall, and I would pick one up, and I would fly it. So is that, like, three things? Come on, Arnold. You can think of one more at least. All right, they suck. <laughs> Damn. You sound like... They're too uh, damn expensive. Okay, okay. You can't take off a land on water. All right, I guess so. And people don't like them. You sure people don't like them? Listen... I've answered your damn questions, you okay, know. Now, okay, don't sorry. make me pick up my dumbbells and hit you in the head and pop your head like <laughs> it right, was a walnut. Right. No need to get violent here now. <laughs> all right. Uh, so what we got next here is Andy Ross. He said, "Arnold, please tell me the correct way to hold the sticks on an RC transmitter: pinch or yeah. thumbs." You know, I don't even understand this question because, you know, what is an RC transmitter? Because I usually just take the model, I throw it, and it does exactly what I tell it to do. Wow. Because, you know, I'm Arnold. You are. I just pick it up and throw it <laughs> as hard as I can. Wow. All right. Awesome. That's, that's all I have time for. Oh, uh, no, don't say that. Okay. I understand. You got to go. Like a walnut. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god alright I pop your head like it was a walnut uh, like a pimple you missed that because you were talking yes I do that a lot <laughs> alright so shut up you idiot and listen to me okay you have anything you want to say before I hang up this phone call no okay then alright who is your daddy and what does he do <laughs> I don't know. Sorry to hear that. All right, all right. I'm going to let you go. I got a, I got the rest of a podcast to uh, to record here, okay? All right. Man, where's Kevin when I'm doing this, huh? Kevin, you there? You still there? Did you go? Uh, yeah, dude, you were asking the questions. I know. What, nah, you, you, could, you could tell the truth. You muted uh so you could pee. It's okay. Yeah, I had to pee. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no problem. Did I miss anything? No, I had Arnold on the show, but uh, I don't know. He's kind of aggressive and mean. He's a bully. Well, he's freaking Arnold, dude. I know, I know, I know. What'd you expect? I, I expected the twins Arnold. Or the junior <laughs> Arnold? Don't even bring up that movie, dude. Which one? I'm sure junior? He, junior? Oh, my God. Yeah, that's the movie where he was pregnant, right? No way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So what's next for you, Nahabi? I just thought about this the other day. I have to register that Neo that Anthony sold me. Mm-hmm. I, have to, I have to do that online. And I was thinking about how I'm, I don't know how I'm going to do this because, well, maybe I'll do it now while the helicopter's apart. Yeah. So I don't you, have to bring the whole helicopter upstairs. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and have the wife look at it because she still hasn't seen that thing. She hasn't? I sound like such a puss, don't I? Yeah. I bought a new Harley, but I got to put it in my neighbor's garage because I can't let my wife see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds familiar. No, I just don't want her to worry. She'll worry about it. Yeah. Just tell her it's my <laughs> Yeah. Did you fly it? <laughs> What's with that Playboy? Oh, that's Steve's. I'm just holding on to it for him. Exactly. <laughs> uh, sure. I'll go over big. Yeah, yeah, that, that that works. It's not like she hasn't heard that one before. But, yeah, what's next for you in the hobby? Um, dude, I can't wait to fly that 690 again. I hope I get the parts and can get it back together. Did you order the parts already? Yeah, yeah, last night. Sweet. Yeah, so hopefully I get them. Where'd you order, where'd you, where'd you order them from? Mikado, Mikado USA. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know of any other place to get them from. I think that's it, right? Or A main, oh A main, yeah. Hold them, but I mean, every time I've ordered anything from uh, Mikado USA, depending on what time you order it, it's been no longer than four business days. So, um, oh, and that's okay. that's including UPS, uh, USPS, because they they ship uh, postal. So, yeah, if you ordered it yesterday, Monday, right? So they probably shipped it today. So, yeah, you'll probably get it by Friday. Yeah. If not Saturday, which should still give you, I mean, depending on how much teardown you've done, uh, might give you enough time to rebuild it. Um, if not, then the following week, right? I'm going to go through, like, I still have the motor, the transmission, all that stuff together, and the whole top, you know, mm-hmm. uh, linkage and all that stuff. I, I have all that just together. I don't know if I'm going to, I'm going to probably go over it, but I'm not going to, like, I'm not taking the, the swash plate apart or anything like that okay. you know i don't think i should do you, do you think i should have you watched my black thunder no i watched half of it dude i gotta <laughs> come over there with a lavalier for you to plug in somewhere i know i need a better i need a, a mic yeah it's, it's a little echoing there i need to put like mattresses up or you know egg cartons or something like to why don't you wear your headset so we can call you an air traffic controller <laughs> while you're building your helicopter. Uh, I mean, that wouldn't be too bad because I could listen to some music while I'm doing it too. But then I have a couple of things I want to build um, that I I, I got to get a, I got a list together, man, and it just keeps getting larger and larger. And one's um, Nerdnik came out with a Spitfire, a version mm-hmm. that was a thousand millimeters. I want to try building that, man. Mm-hmm. I have yet to build one of his planes. Me too. I really one day want to revisit this FT3D. Every time I see one of the guys on Flight Test Fans on Facebook post Ugh. a picture, I'm like, damn, I got to rebuild that plane. I know I'm a little bit of a better pilot than I was when I flew that the first time, mm-hmm. and, and I liked it. Yeah. But I just want to see you know, how much more damage I could do with that thing. Did you see the guy who built a Boston version of the um, Bushwhacker? Yes, yeah. Without covering, right? Or did he Yeah, cover? it was just a skeleton balsa balsa yeah. so far. I was about to say kit. Scratch bill. Dude, that yeah. looked really nice. I don't know how I got on this balsa builders like Facebook page or whatever I'm on, man, uh-huh. but I'm seeing a ton of balsa stuff. Like to where I thought balsa was almost extinct, I I'm seeing a ton of guys building some crazy looking stuff. Maybe uh Breams. Maybe Breams linked you to it or Agitu. 
I think I think that's what it was. Yeah, add me too because I want to. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, I need to get I need to get some inspiration on that aspect because I still got to build a lot of stuff. So. Yeah, and then I want to try building that hovercraft too, man. One of these crazy weekends, mm, you know. Nice. Yeah, I actually uh, I was actually talking to Chloe about um, I want to build the airboats, you know, because I think it'd be fun in the backyard once the snow comes and just building little ramps and flying those airboats around and stuff. Oh yeah, Off okay. The ramps and stuff, you know. In the yeah. snow, go up and down the slide or something. I don't know. I think it'd be huh. fun. Um, I was even thinking about doing an EDF version, but I was like, eh, I don't know. Sucking like yeah, sucking a lot of dirt, snow and, and yeah. dirt and air through the motor and everything. Yeah, so but uh, I'll probably you know I got enough uh, you know used stuff to make that probably next week if you wanted to. Nice. Yeah. So what else do you have? The hovercraft, FT three D, the Spitfire, fixing your six ninety. Um, yeah. Your oxy is it going to be done? Yeah, yeah. I don't see why not. Awesome. Yeah, and hopefully I'll have the neo on that, or I should have the neo on that, and uh, yeah, I'll be banging that around. Awesome, nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to slowly but surely convert everything over. Mm-hmm. It was funny because I, I should have mentioned that uh, you know after I crashed the six ninety, you were like, you know, you want to fly my seven hundred? You can give that a, a fly, you know, flight, mm-hmm. and uh, flew that. I'll tell you, dude. A lot of people were like, that's good, you know, you got it back out there and all that stuff, but really the crash on the 690 didn't bother me, and, and I was I was a little more nervous. I wasn't really nervous flying the 690, but I was a little more nervous flying yours because it was yours and not mine, you know? Mm-hmm. But I had a good time flying it, so thanks for letting me fly it, man. Yeah, of course. I, I You know, the way I look at it is you can't end your – like, it was such a fun day, and you can't end yeah, it with yeah. a crash. Like, yeah. You gotta end it with another flight and be like, yeah, you know, even if it wasn't my heli and all you did was hover, you know, like, hey, that's cool. You got to try out the the logo seven hundred, uh, right after the logo six ninety, you know. And um, I didn't just hover, man. I yeah, I watched that video. I was like, oh, that's right. I, I flipped it upside down. I flew it around inverted once and mm-hmm. then did some other stuff. I actually did the punch out. Yeah. And uh, I up too, and <laughs> the motor was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, because you were you were digging deep. I, these bigger helis, I I I bog them these days too because I'm trying to do some moves and I dig too deep into the collective. But um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it was cool, man. It was it was a lot of fun. And dude, the landing that thing was ridiculous. Yeah, the floatiness of like yeah, it was hit just throttle like, hold. Hit, hit throttle hold, go get a cup of coffee, come back, put yeah. it down. And it's it's funny because you're like you're you're hovering, you hit throttle hold, and then you're just like like really like exaggerate like very exaggerating, slowly pulling up the collective up and it's just like float, 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 bleeding more head speed, float, 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 and then it's like your stick is all the way up and it's landed, you know? Yeah, it's nothing like anything smaller, like where you have to compensate yeah, the like way pretty quick. the disc load, and you're like, ooh, you yeah. got to kind of like, oh, there you go, you know, or it just comes yeah. down and bounces on the runway or the, on the ground, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thanks, dude. What are you going to be up yeah, to? Yeah, no problem. You know, knock on wood, I do not have anything to repair or really work on. Um, so I'll come over later. I'll step on something. <laughs> Why don't you just come <laughs> over and, you know. Battlefield 1? Yeah, we could Battlefield 1, or we can... Uh, you can check out my new TV. <laughs> I didn't t- did I tell you guys? Yeah, yeah, I told you guys. Yeah, you t- Yeah. 65 inches was not enough. It was not enough. 
So now I'm staring at, you know, the TV's currently off, but I'm in the room. I'm staring at a 70-inch. And it's basically taking up half the wall. Can you really tell a difference, though? Yeah. I mean, you're going to tell me, yeah, you can. But Here, I mean, I'm, I'm going to text you this picture. My, my wife says, she's like, stop posting all the stuff. And I was like, why? She's like, I don't know. It just feels like you're trying to show off or something. I'm like, no, I'm not trying to show off. I'm just sharing. But um, Yeah, so- I can see how people would be like, oh, he's just trying to show off. Yeah, so you know, not everybody can buy a goblin, right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's an inside joke. We'll probably share one day. One day, um, <laughs> Saturday or someday. I don't know if you. I don't know if you notice. I don't know if I've said the picture of the old TV, but this is the new TV. I'm texting it directly to you with the goblin black thunder underneath it. That's the old one. No, that's a new one. That's pretty big. Yeah, it's pretty big. Look, at, the door looks kind of small next to that TV. And that's a normal size door. <laughs> yeah, I could see. So yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's only five inches of um, TV space, but it's diagonal, so you get like two inches yeah. or two and a half inches and three and a half inches width, you know, whatever the, the you know the measurements are. No, it looks good, dude. So, but um, yeah, I'm gonna charge up my batteries. Like right now, I'm actually storage charging my batteries from from yesterday's fly, and I'm gonna. Charge up on Friday or Saturday, I mean, and then go flying on Sunday. Um, I have been talking, you know, I've been helping a lot of people on Facebook, which, you know, I'm actually enjoying because even though I'm not wrenching on helis or or building helis right now or, you know, fixing or doing anything on helis, um, I'm helping people figure out issues with their helis. And that's still kind of, you know, gets the mind thinking about the helis and, and how I can help out, right, and get cool things done, so... So I'll probably be doing that too, helping people. Nice. Yeah. All right. So uh, I think it's time for the wrap-up. All right. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. We have Facebook likes. 418. Wow, man. Yeah, we're getting there. We got to do something for 500. I know we spoke about it over text, but we should, you know, give a really good thought and write them down. I was going to say, yep. Yeah. Put some serious thought into it. Because it's Tuesday and Facebook, you know, it says 17 new this week, but it's never accurate on a Tuesday. It's only accurate on a Wednesday, on a Monday for some reason. But let's go through the 13 names that we have. Okay. Let's cue the music. All right. We have William Rockwell. Is that Sam's brother? Sam Rockwell? I think yeah. so. Dude, I love Sam Rockwell. All right. It got creepy. Go ahead. Yeah, I, did, uh, <laughs> I was gonna bring up totally through you. No, no, I was gonna bring up the friend zone thing because I still find that hilarious. But um, let's see here. We have Eric Engstrom, Karen Hearn, Luis Rios, David Doris, Christian Axelson, Bill Menser. Bill's actually. Uh, a local Jersey folk. Is he? He owns a still? <laughs> no. Oh, sorry. <laughs> He's going to actually... Uh, I've been talking to him about, you know, I'm helping him with uh, his Oxy uh, Q. Oh, right. Yeah. And um, he lives, like, not too far from the field, from our field. Okay. So I told him, you know, Sunday, you know, we're going to go flying. It's going to be, like, 
40s and and like seven mile per hour winds, which is nothing, you know. Nothing yeah, for yeah. guys. Come down, dude. To you know, come up or come down and uh, come down. meet up, come and up. we'll take a look at that. He, I think he's just gone into electrics, so he's been in okay. the hobby for a while, and it's primarily been nitros. So I would love to see some nitros. I don't see enough of them. I only basically know two people who fly nitros, or maybe three, I would say. Um, in the area, and oh, I was gonna say, you know, three people that fly nitro, Cal Stacy, Cal Stacy, Cal Stacy. <laughs> nice one. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, no, but you Dude, know, no, come down, you can fly yeah. my sport if he wants to. Yeah, you can, you can fly my oxy, you can definitely get get a try on it and see if it's you know, and and I'll take a look at yours and figure out, let's tune it, let's figure out, you know, maybe we just redo the setup and and figure why. Um, you're having some tail issues, so. What was he using as a flyboard controller? Neo, V control. Oh, yeah. wow. Oh, well, excuse me. Excuse me. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another person, um, I'm getting sidetracked. But yeah, let me let me continue the name since I'm getting sidetracked here. Okay, uh, let's see. We have Michael Van Zone. Zoin? Zoin? Zoin. Uh, I don't even know if that's Michael. Mikhail? No, it's Michael. What is that? Okay. Say Michael. Michael. And then we have Michael Egan. Uh, Eric Brinderbach. Brinderbach? Brinderbach. I looked at that real fast, thought it was Aaron Brockovich. <laughs> I was going to make a joke about it. Sorry. No, no. Sorry, Eric. Sorry, Eric. Uh, we have Jack Henry Lee. Damien Mornon. Oh, and I know this one. Uh, Sage Marvin from the RCHN. Oh, right. Yeah, that's Sage from RCHN. Hey, Sage. Hey, how's it going? Dude, these are like some strong names. Rockwell, Instrong, Herm. Yeah. Axelson, Menser, Van Zone. Crazy. Henry, Jack Henry Lee. Yeah. I think I had some of his whiskey, Jack Henry Lee. (laughs) Sounds like, you know, yeah. I know I'm the only guy on the planet that does this, but have you ever read the Jim Beam, like uh, the side of the Jim Beam bottles? Mm-hmm. There's like five. There's like five names on that bottle, and oh, dude, so sad that I know this. And four of them are Beam Brothers, and I guess I could answer a trivia question one night at a bar. What? Who's the other guy that's on that? Yeah, it, it's not a Beam Brother. It's Booker No. Booker No. <laughs> but it sounds when I saw Jack Henry Lee, it sounds like a. Nice, uh, nice guy that makes whiskey with the Bean Brothers. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Sorry, I don't even know these people, and you know they're probably like, "How dare you say that?" <laughs> For all I know, the poor guy was probably an alcoholic, and now I'm like busting his chops. You know? Uh, yeah. Sorry, dude. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course, we all just this is what we do. We joke around, so don't the music's ever... still playing, right? Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> so don't ever take us too serious. Don't take us serious until the music stops. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. The music stopped. Sorry, Jack. Love you, man. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for liking us. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everyone, for liking us. Um, we are slowly but surely getting closer to the 500 number, and and we'll definitely think of something we can uh, do, some type of um, listener appreciation or something. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Do we have any Facebook comments? Yeah, dude. I just read a lot of people posting um, and commenting on Fred's 
mm-hmm. pictures that he's been posting. He posted a bunch of different pictures with his shop and, and how he has it set up, man. And I think people really got a kick out of that. So thanks a lot, Fred, for posting all that stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. He posted one uh, on Saturday. A simple, sturdy workbench build. A YouTube video. Did he link to yeah. that? He also has uh, another one. Sean Morrison had this workbench. It's a Let's Fly RC workbench. And then we also got a post from Frank. Mordiaos. Mordiaos. See, after you say it, it's easier for me to say it. But then when I'm <laughs> reading his name, I'm like Mordiaos, and I always mess up. But um, yeah, he posted last Friday uh, the when the the Provost episode was released. Uh, Hardcore Steve, The Kevinator, great show. Today, guys, super informative. Really made me rethink my mess in my workshop. So this was about the, uh, the talk, uh, Talking Shop with Fred episode when we talk about workshops. Yeah, we should say that it's it's Frank who actually, at the end of the episode he was on, he was like, we got to have more of the Kevinator. And I think you and Frank actually came up with the Ask Arnold segment yes. type thing. So Uh-huh. So, yeah. Thanks, Frank. Thanks, Frank. And um, last or thing. Or shame it, on you, Frank. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how it comes out. Um <laughs> the uh, uh, the second part of his uh, his post was uh, P.S. Thanks, thank God you guys recovered from last week's show. So he's talking about uh, episode fifty six, the Frank Moradieros. That's uh, close enough. Close enough. Yeah. <laughs> what were you guys thinking? <laughs> Hashtag get Kevin to the chopper. Get Kevin to the chopper. <laughs> yeah, and then Fred. Yeah, Fred had a. Uh, Provost had a lot of posts of his workbench set up. You know, I'm a little envious, man. So it looks looking real good. I have nowhere near any of that stuff even thought out yet. And our buddy Aaron Blake, he posted a picture of him playing with all sorts of RC stuff, man. Planes, RC cars. Yep. Multi-rotor. Yeah. He, what was Which that? I thought it was a Mavic, was it? Yeah, he has a Mavic. Nice. Yeah, Man, you lucky. Guys are awesome. <laughs> yeah, so cool. Yeah, electric um, plane, nitro plane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. he had like uh, the ugly stick nitro, right? He had a uh, bloody wonder, uh, Mavic, and then like some kind of, you know, buggy, truggy, RC truck. Buggy, truggy. Yeah. Well, it's not a buggy. It was a truggy, or it was a. Um, <laughs> what? I don't know why that's so funny to me. Truggy. Truggy. It's like a truck yeah. buggy. I don't know. Druggy, druggy, buggy. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Maybe that's why. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, stuff that goes on in my head is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let's see here. Um, our very own Chris also posted a picture of his Mavic. Excuse yeah, which me. he just got, right? He just got. What was that? Tonight he just got it, right? Uh-huh. Wow, man. Okay, hope to see some video from that. Yes. Cool. I think he said that he's doing an unboxing, so. Mavic Pro. If you guys want to see any kick-ass unboxing and review videos, mainly for helicopters, Chris is the man. Yeah. He's if you want. <laughs> done them for years. Yeah, yeah. If you have something new that's coming out and you want Chris to unbox it for you, yeah. hit him up. He'll send it to him. Send it to him. He'll do an unboxing and send it back. I'll give you a full work, uh, full review. Um, cool. All right. What else do we have? Well, I mentioned the other two. I mentioned Javier's email and uh, 
I mentioned uh, Wilm Racer's amazing jet project. Mm-hmm. So that's it, man. Cool. All right. Website comments. Did we get any? I didn't. I have to look. We did get one. Um, this is this is just a straight email, but Kopox is his oh, yeah, yeah. form or username. Yeah, he uh, he actually, I think on my my Black Thunder rebuild video, like use helicopters, what to do, what to look for. He asked me about battery connectors and how I wire up my battery. So I sent him a video, and he also you know sent uh, an email, and it's addressed to you and me. He was listening to episode fifty six and heard of, heard you guys talking about the app to log your flights, you know because we both fly V control and you know if we use the UI sensor, the V control actually does the logging for us. Uh, so he said you should definitely check out the, this program V bar control flight analyzer, and it tracks your flight automatically with graphs of all telemetry information. It shows you your flight count per session, uh, shows all year. Week to week, keep track of your flights per model, per battery, and he finds it invaluable. I think uh, it's cool. No, yeah, that'd be cool. But I think it holds stores up to 50 or something. Well, not even that. My, my thing with that is that um, to get the, the logs, I'd have to connect. Right, right. I think, I, I don't know if it's a V control. I think it's a V control to the computer. Um, I'm the type of guy that rarely updates his firmware. <laughs> like,. <laughs> It's like I only do it when like people are like you really should do this. I'm like okay, yeah. Um, but yeah, I want to check it out though. You know. But for you personally, if you're already into a a routine with your phone and logging stuff, I mean, yeah. yeah. But I mean, no, it's great information though. Yeah, it's good to know. So it's cool. You know, if you have a V control and you want to check out some logging, I mean, what I want to do, what I want to check out is I'll probably do like once a month, and it's to check out the. Um, the telemetry info in a graph form. I do like that option, you know, so you can see like in a flight where I'm peeking out and, and where I'm, you know, every time I, like I could queue it up to actually, if, if I wanted to with probably both apps and like the, my records that I do um, of my flights, I can tell like when I get that 3.3 warning, what am I doing? You know, right. I usually say talks, right? Because I'm heavy on the collective heavy, but like, Recently, my older battery packs, I've been getting them all over the place. And I, you know, <laughs> probably not the best idea, Steve, but I've been pretty much ignoring it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> ding, 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 3.3 volts. And I'm just like, whatever, fly, 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 fly. <laughs> you know, like, you know, until I hear that head bog because I'm dropping voltage so much, you know, I just kind of go through it. You know, my motor and EC still come down cool. So I'm not overworking the electronics too much, but. Yeah, I, I you know I want to check it out. It's cool. Until it sounds like a two-stroke dirt bike. Bling, 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah. So if it sounds like that, it's like ooh, I gotta take it easy. But you know, it hasn't. Hey, been dude, too bad. I don't. I don't know if we've talked about this. I just saw um, that Steve Wattenberg sent us a form submission uh, over the website talking about uh, an airplane designer. Did we talk about that? That he was trying to get a hold of Cody from Twisted Hobbies. Oh, I don't know. He used to be on the RC Today show, and he said he met up with him at a few events. He's a great guy. He flies everything. Um, he's seen him fly stuff from a little foamy all the way up to a 40% iMac plane. And uh, he said he misses hearing them. No, I don't think we did. So, Oh, okay. We should get in touch with Steve about that. 
Yeah. So thanks, Steve. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. And I definitely want to see flights with Diamante. Um, yeah. He, I saw some, you know, they're doing some. Li- he was doing some live videos of their indoor stuff. I want to check that out. But I was just going back through some of the, mm-hmm. some of the emails since now I can fig- I figured out what the password is. Yeah, because you reset it on me. Thank you. Because I reset <laughs> it on everybody. I know, and the funny thing is, it's like you're like, oh, I reset the password, and then like I guess ten minutes before, you're like, do you know what the password is? And I didn't. I didn't see the text no, yet. <laughs> nobody answered in time, so I'm like, yeah, I yeah. reset it. Yeah, I reset it. So. But anyways, uh, yeah. Thanks, Steve. Um, let us know. I want to get, like, a sponsored or pro pilot on the airplane side on the show. I want yeah, cool to get more of those folks there. So, okay. Yeah. All right. Do we have any pod beam stuff? Yes, we have uh, Mad Docs Ricks started following us. Gavileo got wow the Gavileos it's basically the guy's avatar is uh himself with a 700 canopy on his head <laughs> nice it's G-A-L-V-L-A-D-O uh he started following us so thanks man sweet CK797875 started following us awesome uh, at Chogues33 started following us and Mike Welch, single Mike Welch by himself, he liked episode 56, 57, which is Frank Mordeos and Frank what? Fred Mordeos. Okay. <laughs> uh, Jerry Colburn, my buddy, he liked, uh, I just love, I don't know who this is, but I love this guy. Um, <laughs> he liked episode 57, Talking Shop with Fred. Uh, D. Delisi, 81. Mm-hmm. Oh, episode 54, 55, and 57. Yeah, I forgot to mention. um, Uh First of all, is Dennis, wait, it's Dennis, right? Yeah. Dennis, um, give me one second. I'm going to look this up real quick. All right, well, I'll I'll wind this up while you're looking it up. And Gina Tucker liked our episode 57, Talking Shop with Fred. Nice. And Gina, by the way, was just in, was it RC Heli Pilot magazine? Was she? Did you see that? Yeah. You know what happened? My, I moved, and I never moved my subscription. I, I think I lost it. She that. was just featured in RC Heli Pilot magazine. Awesome. I believe that's what it was. I mean, I don't know how many RC-related helicopter magazines there are, but, yeah, it was in CP Helis. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I must have missed that post. I got to take a look. Yeah, Billy Weeks posted that. So congrats, Gina. Yeah, Good congrats. Job. Awesome. Wow, that's two people we know that got into the magazine. Yeah. Right? Yeah, Javier was like a month ago, right? Yeah. Nice. Nice. Awesome. Cool. Was that it? Yeah, that's it. Oh, what yeah. What else are you doing? No, so um, Dennis the lie. He says. Dennis lied to you? No, that's his name. Dennis. Oh. Not Delisi. Delise. It's Dennis. There's no girl in high school. Delisi. Delise. So sorry. Because he says, I laughed at the attempt. Uh, he messaged us on uh, Facebook Messenger. Um, just want to say he's really he's really been enjoying the show. Uh, happy he got turned on to it by Frank. Moradios. We won't even attempt his last name. <laughs> yeah, not by me at least. I've been uh, I've been butchering it up pretty well. Um, and he laughed at the attempt. I uh, our attempt to say his last name. 
but it's pronounced D-E-L-Y-L-E. So Delay. Some crazy yeah. French name with a silent S. So I guess he's French. Parlez-vous français? Anyways, uh, I know you guys are from the East Coast and would personally like to invite you to attend CP Heli Nationwide Heli Throwdown in Pennsylvania. We were talking about this on Sunday a little. That's where they get together and just throw the helis, right? Yeah, Step yeah. Just throw it out and see who could throw the heli down faster, down faster and farther. Uh, nice. <laughs> so, yeah, um, it's it's not far from us. I think I navied it. It's like 35 minutes. Or no, it was like, yeah, 35 or 45 minutes from the field that we were at. Yeah, yeah, yep. So, yeah. yeah um, I know. What, what, was that Lehigh Valley? Yes, Lehigh Valley Radio Control Society. Um, it's in Easton, PA. Oh, yeah, I know exactly where it is. Yeah. Um, it's. I buy all my BB guns at the Dicks on 33 there. Okay. And, and then bring them back into New Jersey illegally. Okay. I don't know why. Don't get me. Sure. <laughs> So Kevin, no, but I so take, Kevin's address I, take the is, wife, uh, I know exactly where it is because I take the wife to the Sands, I drop her off, and then I go to Heritage Guild, and I go shooting, and then I go back to the Sands, and I pick her up, and then we go home. Nice. I know right where, I know right about where that is. Oh, you got to let me know next time you go shooting, man. I'm dying to go. It's been forever. Yeah. So, yeah, this East Coast uh, event, right? CP Heli's Nationwide Heli Throwdown. It's in May, May 13th and 14th, 2017. Cool. At the Lehigh Valley Radio Control Society, 3140 Granwall Street Road, Easton, PA, 18045. So, um, AMA, $20 landing fee. You know, there's a hotel there. I'm going to definitely make it at least... I'm going to try... I mean, this is going to be like less than a month after having a kid. But I'm going to try to at least make it one day. If not... Jeez, dude, you would think you were having the kid. Yeah, the the plan is is like Maria takes a week off from maternity, and then it's my responsibility for the next three months. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I am having to get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we will. Oh, I'm definitely going, man. If the weather's not downpouring, I definitely want to go check that out. I want to try to stay more local this year, only because I I heard shit last year because I didn't have enough vacation days left over to go to Florida when the wife went at the end of the year. So that's why I'm probably going to cut some stuff short and do weekend stuff this year. Okay. So, yeah, if you got any, if anybody else has any, like, uh, New England, you know, Northeast fun flies, Mm want to let us know about, definitely let us know. Yeah, definitely let us know. And you know, we can read them out on the show or exactly. go to them if we can make them. Yeah, if you, know. you have a fun fly you want to have us announce, let us know. We don't mind. You know, we don't mind giving a shout out. No. Let's see, where do we got next? iTunes review. Dude, we have two iTunes reviews. No freaking way. You lie. Yep. No, we have two. Two? Yep. Okay. Two more than before. Awesome. What do we got? Uh, one is from Shane Guapo, and he says, Awesome, a laid-back podcast. Two guys just talking mostly about helis. Very relaxed and easy to listen to. Sort of a combination of RC Heli Nation and Flight Test After Hours. These guys fall somewhere in between detailed technical talk and just having fun talking about RC adventures. My only suggestion would be to improve Steve's sounds quality so it is just as good as Kevin's. And that's something we're going to try to do. Yeah, that's something we'll work on. Yeah. Yep. So. 
Thank um, you, Shane. Thanks thank for you. writing. And we have another one by Code Pox, who I think you know who that is. Yes. We just talked about him. Mm-hmm. And he says, great RC podcast. Great podcast, mostly about helis, <laughs> but also some talk about planes. Interesting take from two guys, which made motivation is to have a lot of fun in the hobby. I wish to be able to go flying with you guys someday. Continue the great work. Oh, wow, man. Five stars. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, I hope uh, we can fly with all of us just one day. Yeah. You know, in July, you know, Free for RC Podcast does have a a little fun fly. You're more than welcome to come and back. And it's mostly helis. Oh, it's it's a heli fun fly. <laughs> Sorry, did I forget that part? <laughs> uh, no, but I yeah. thought that was funny. Though mostly helis. <laughs> yeah, mostly helis. Come fly with us. If not, you know, we'll we'll be hitting some events. You know, like Kevin said, you know, he's gonna try to make the ones he can. I'm gonna try to make the ones he can, <laughs> and then uh, we'll go from there. Um, yeah. So cool. Thanks, guys. Thanks for thanks for. Uh, you know, booting up the old computer and taking the time to leave us a review. Yeah, because I know how much everyone loves iTunes. <laughs> uh, okay, I guess that was a great example of sarcasm. Yeah, I need to fix my audio quality. No, I seriously do. Like, no, dude, I'll do it now. I was listening to um, uh, the last episode and I was like, "Damn, my audio sucks." Either Kevin's doing a poor job making me sound good. Or I think it's time I uh, upgrade to a little better, um, you know, equipment here. And that's that's part of the reason right before we started the show. I was like, yeah, I think I need to get a, a mic and a pop filter. And I don't know if it was, was it, fr- which one was the last one? I thought it was just me and you last time. The last one was Fred Provost? Oh, with Fred. Sorry, Fred. No, I think it was the one before that with Fred. With Frank? Frank Moore. DL, Moore uh with Frank, I'm just getting one of the ales. Yeah, um, I think he was kind of bassy, and I had dropped you guys both down. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll have to work on it. If if there was a way I could record, you know, all tracks diff- independently on the PC, that would be great. Yeah, um, but we haven't we haven't reached that yet. So yeah, if uh, anyone knows of an app or a method of recording a Skype call but splitting them all into individual channels. Let us know. On a PC. I don't care if it's on a Mac. Oh, yeah, you could do it, right? Exactly. Yeah. So drop us an iTunes review, and we'll read the review on the next episode. Uh, email us, free4rc at gmail.com. Facebook page like us, facebook.com slash free4rcpodcast. Uh, check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash free4rc. Right? I think so. <sighs> I have no idea. Search us, Free for RC Podcast. Um, most of the videos that I post on my personal and on the Free Fall one, I use the tags Free for RC Podcast, one word, or Free for Space RC Space Podcast. So um, those methods should come up in a search for us. Uh, don't forget to check out our webpage, Free for RC Podcast.com. Um, we got to send Chris more content. I know we've been saying that. Like a broken record. And one of these days, we'll actually do it. Flight test forums, off the field, audio and video production, other than flight test podcasts, free for RC podcasts, sitting next to the flight test community cast. Say hi to those guys. Hey, those guys. 
<laughs> Pat, Joel, Pat Mike. Joel and Mike. And sometimes Nick. And sometimes Nick, yep. And say hi to Nick. Hey, Nick. What's up, Nick? Hey, Nick. Congrats. Listen, what? Congrats on what? I don't know. Didn't he uh, send us like a text today? All excited? Oh, right, right, right. He's working on a special secret project. Yeah, yeah, but um, what are you going to say about Nick? Say hi to Nick. Hey, Nick. Hey, Nick. I said it. What was it? I said, hey, Nick. Oh, that's what you were going to say? Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, on the sign-off on this. Uh, this is kind of a weird show. I mean, we've been dealt a lot this week. Yeah, man. yeah. It's, it's Our minds are a little scrambled with, you know, the emotional roller coaster of R.C. Chen saying goodbye. Just all the different, like, I mean, I got two days of flying. I got over 25 flights this weekend, you know. It was awesome. So I'm all amped up from that. Plus, you know, the maiden and crash and just, you know, all the stuff, you know. It's been been crazy, uh, crazy week for sure. So, um, yeah, I want to thank our listeners. I want to thank, of course, RC Chen. Thank everyone who supported us. So, yeah. Thank you. Free our skies, and we'll see you next time. See you. See you, you, dude. Hey, hopefully um, I sound better next time. I I wanted to to ask you. I put those trumpets in. I don't know if you guys like that or didn't like that. Oh, that was fine. (laughs) Whatever that was. Kind of. Yeah, they were kind of off at the end because I. Don't ask me. I edited. When I edited, I added.